0: Welcome to Dynamos Dozen, the podcast that I bring you each and every single week, where I will talk about whatever may be on my mind from pro wrestling, sports, entertainment, music, movies, musically, fresh socks and jocks, and everything in between, never forgetting the talk. This is Dynamos Dozen, and you are listening to Fuzzy Judas. Bye. Yeah. Yeah. song I thought I would leave that in its entirety for you for number 23 of Dynamos dozen and today I'm going to call this reviews and previews because the kickout Dave Cullen is uh, he's going to join me and I call him the kickout because he is the kickout he is the uh, the master of of bringing you know people all the best reviews of Irish wrestling and of wrestling Anywhere and everywhere, he is the master in this country of bringing you everything that you need to know about wrestling. He's going to be joining me today um, for a number of things. We're going to talk about some TNA news, some NWA news, uh, the Bullet Club show news. Um, We're going to do a review on Wrestle Kingdom um, and everything in between, like it says on the tin. Um, So, before I do that, however... I am going to go with thoughts from the deep first because I did appear on one of my very best friends' uh, podcast the other day, Mr. Carl King, the lead singer from the mighty two tales of woe. Um, he has a podcast called King Woe's Court. If you haven't heard about it, where have you been? Because it's absolutely amazing. Um, I did a show with him on Wednesday. That was his sixth episode. Um, I was looking number six, six, six. Uh, I was the beast, and I am the number. Um, It was an unbelievable show. I would advise everybody to check out um, Carl's, uh, you know, it's metal, it's everything. We talked about wrestling for nearly two hours. We talked about music, we talked about wrestling, we talked about movies. Um, it It was a great, great show. I advise everybody to go on Podbean and try and subscribe to Carl's show, because as I say, Um, It's his 6th episode that he had with myself The episodes he had before He's he's interviewed guys from Psychosis His own band member, Krista Brabandera Um, He's even interviewed uh, the lead singer from Warpath, The mighty Darren Kyo All the shows are really, really good listens And he he does something different all the time Uh, He's back now He had a baby uh, who is now 8 weeks old Baby Jake um, Uncle Lino was very, very happy to meet Baby Jake for the first time there on Wednesday as well So um, that was that was unbelievable You can find Carl on, uh, at King Woes Court as well on Facebook So um, please do give that a listen and Subscribe to it You won't be disappointed because it is a really good show Really relaxed environment um, Like I said, we spoke for two hours It was the first time I was interviewed on a podcast So it was nice to have the roles reversed And, um, I really, really enjoyed, uh, really enjoyed, I always enjoyed Carl's company. He knows this, but you can tell from the show, um, I'm pretty open and honest in everything that I say, uh, on the show and in life. And that's just the way it is. And it was, uh, it was an awesome show. So please do check it out and do give, uh, do give my good brother, Carl, and I like and you know what if you want to go on spotify if you want to go on Bandcamp, you can find his band two tales of woe as well and they're one of my favorite irish bands uh, one of my favorite bands in general and um, if you've never heard of them like i say get out from underneath that rock you've been living under and give them a uh, give them a listen because you will not be disappointed especially if you like the metal so also on thoughts from the deep, um what else? I was trying to think about what I could talk about today, now that we are twelve days in to the month of January. Um in a new year, 2018. It's been a great year so far for me. Oh no, it's only 12 days in, but it's only gonna get better and better. Um, um also you've got to talk about the January transfer window, football. I know I don't bring it up a whole lot on this show, but it's been very, very, very quiet so far. Um Alexis Sanchez to join Manchester City or Manchester United. Seems to be a bit of a debacle here. I try not to get too involved in what the papers say because I find that most of it is clickbait as most of the things you will find online nowadays are. Um, I suppose if I was to give my two-pence uh, worth it, 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 and, and chime it in on this conversation, um, it would be that... I think Alexis Sanchez would more than likely pick Manchester City. A, he's going to get paid. Well, they might get paid. He might get paid the same money, actually, for both teams. But does he want to play for Pep Guardiola, who plays exciting football? Or does he want to play for Jose Mourinho, who plays pretty shitty football, to be fair? Um, I think he's passed the sell-by date now. I know um, I will be called a hypocrite for that statement. But anybody that knows me knows that. In Jose Mourinho's last year at Chelsea, before he ultimately got the boot, um, I really thought he was a piece of shit. The way he treated um, the female physio doctor slash doctor, uh, Eva Canera, Um, he was brought to court, and he lost. um, He lost that battle too. So um, I I think he's. um, I think he's. He's he's just a man that needs to take a step back from management for a while and reevaluate. What he's doing, um, I think the job is too big for him, um, and I think, you know, Manchester United Football Club probably deserve a little bit better, but there you go, that's what I think, uh, Van Dijk for 75 million, we talked about it with Al Foran um, last week, a lot of money, a lot of money, that's the biggest transfer so far. Chelsea my team I don't know what we're gonna do it looks like we're gonna be signing Andy Carroll possibly again is that journalists making up a story that fits the the problem area that we currently have at the moment in terms of lack of backup in the striking department I don't know um, but I guess it is only 12 days into the January transfer window and this is almost like a uh, it's almost like a TV series on a daily basis Um the January transfer window itself, because it's literally just a drama. So we will see. I never believe a signing until I see the player holding up a jersey, um, and until I do see that, I will not believe any rumor that I hear. Um, will it pick up? I'm sure it will. I think there's going to be a lot more to come. And um, something else I wanted to talk about, and <clears throat> before I get to Dave, is sporting events coming up. So we get UFC 220 coming up. Two matches. In particular, that I'm looking forward to are the two main events. Basically, the main event and the co-main event. Um, Miocic, who is the uh, heavyweight champ, will face and um, This is going to be an absolute throwdown. This is going to be a hell of a fight. It's uh, I haven't looked forward to a heavyweight bout um, in UFC um, in a long time as much as I'm looking forward to this. But also, equally, I'm looking forward to seeing... Um, Light heavyweight champion Daniel Cormier against Ozdemir, um, that's going to be for the title too, that is going to be unbelievable, um, and then, boxing, my one of my other favourite subjects, my very own Bray buddy Katie Taylor, um, not my actual buddy, but she, she's from Bray, so therefore, by default, she's all our buddies. Um, and she's Ireland's buddy at the moment because she's, like I've said on previous podcasts, she is one of the most inspirational characters um, anywhere and should be an inspiration for both male and female. So her first pro fight on Irish soil will be in Dublin on Saturday the 14th of April in the Tree Arena. Um, Eddie Hearn has just confirmed it. Um, she's had eight wins on the spin now and she won the uh, WBA Lightweight Championship Um and her possible opponents will be uh, current IBF champion Victoria Bustos from Argentina. Um, she's uh, she's the front runner, or she could be fighting WEO lightweight champ um, Rose Volante from Brazil. So um, they're the two names in the hat at the moment for a shot at Katie, um, on April the fourteenth in the Tree Arena. Um, I'm going to do my best to try and get to that show, because how could you not? Um, and I will, uh, on coming episodes, any upcoming episodes, I will try to uh, keep you all posted on any news that may be updated on this subject. Um, and in the meantime, it is time for me to, uh, to get to the, the title of this show, which is Reviews and Previews. With Dave Cullen from the Kickout, and it is coming up now. And here he is once again in in probably the space of less than a month, a calendar month, which is what usually thirty one days. Dave Cullen, everybody from the Kickout, how are you, Dave? Not too
1: bad. Thanks for having me again.
0: You're here again. Listen, you're my go to man now because, as you know, Dynamo's doesn't isn't really a show all about reviews. I've called this show. Reviews and previews, that's going to be the name of the show. So okay. um, I figured nobody better to have than a man, if there's one man in Ireland that is always in the know of what's happening in the world of wrestling, it's yourself. So, I appreciate that. No, well, it's well, it's a it's a fact. So, <laughs> it's. You know
1: what I'm doing right. So I'm just doing my show. Like. So well, I that's it.
0: Well, listen, you're doing something right. So there you go. Yeah, good
1: points. Um, you know, good points. Like, like people are like like your staff are asking me to to chat about it. So yeah, it's it's always appreciated.
0: Absolutely, man, and I appreciate you taking the time out to come from the show. First of all, I guess because it is only twelve days in, it's technically uh, two days before the two week period. Happy mm-hmm. New Year, my friend.
1: Absolutely. Like um, like um, yeah. It's like it's 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 almost like a year of new of like new new bits and pieces now. Like um, yeah, like new resolutions and new bits and pieces, and obviously a lot to look forward to. Which, by the way, I might bring up a couple of things about later on if that's okay with you. So
0: you can bring up whatever you want. I know you told me there you've got some uh, bits and pieces to throw at me. So. Yeah, we'll, yeah uh, it's just a couple of
1: things. It's more to refer to um, going on with next year, but we'll, we'll follow whatever is
0: done with yourself. Sure, this. sure, sure, sure. I wanted to, uh, absolutely. So, as I said, we're going to call it reviews and previews. And the reason for that is there's lots of little bit, bits and pieces of news from the world of wrestling that are coming out that I never really kind of tend to get around to. Because um, usually this show is all about, you know, the guest who's ever on. Like, in terms of if I have somebody big on, I like to kind of just. Interviewed all those guys and then kind of, I always give little bits and pieces about what what you know what's coming up in terms of Irish wrestling, what I've seen, what I've been watching, and um, but I, I tend not to uh, to stay on it. But I, again, it is something that I'm always asked from people that listen to the show to have more of an opinion on um, the world of wrestling rather than just Irish wrestling. So, um, I, I always like to have somebody to uh, to work off in that sense. And again, you, you always fit the bill on that one. So you're my go to guy. Um appreciate that. I, you know what, I'm gonna start with TNA news because um okay. I've seen that they're they've gone back to the squared circle. Um, thank God. For me anyway. <laughs> they've they've got rid of the, the six six sided ring is six sided, yeah. So um they've they've gone what do you think of that yourself?
1: It makes more sense really, because um like like it's really rare that you see rings that are like that that have the traditional aspect of just the the, the four cornered ring, like so. I like I, I understand. Like in a way, you kind of get, especially back in, when when they first introduced it, when it was first brought into play. Of they're, they're, this is them trying to be different, and it was at a time when they were making efforts to be competition for WWE, which unfortunately didn't work out. But like, yeah. um, but like in the end of the day, like it, it, it's 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 more comfortable for the performer above all like you know like because i'm not, I can imagine especially for a lot of wrestlers who would be so used to the concept of a ring like yeah. it's not like mma where like it's either a ring or a cage and there's so many adaptable ways which you'd have to get used to but this sure. is wrestling where it's always in this sport it's always in a, a four-sided ring rather than a six-sided ring so so imagine the wrestlers in particular like um, yeah they're not a fan of
0: it by, by any stretch of the imagination um but from what i hear they're not a fan i mean i've never taken a bump in that kind of ring so i don't know
1: i heard that it's um very hard to take a bump it's 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 like a mexican sort of ring where it's it's it, it like it's infamously very tough to take bumps on yeah i yeah,
0: can I imagine, imagine so there anyway. yeah i can imagine so because like if you look at the logistics of it the way that they would be like it's an octagon shape therefore there's more mm. bars and 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 then there's more bars going under the ring to try and keep it kind of secure
1: that's it, yeah.
0: And it's not exactly a huge octagon either, like. So the smaller it is, the less kind of less give it has too.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So because we'll have like, uh, like not as you said more structure, but also because of, because making that extra security because of the extra two turnbuckles. But, yeah. Yeah, but it would be a similar size to like a normal ring as well. So again, like because it'll be it would be basically like taking. Like, like um, imagine if it's if it has that much protection. Like, you know how, um, like, a lot of commentators, when you feel, it, listen to wrestling, like, um, online or whatever, and you would talk to them saying, oh, they took a bump on the apron, which is, like, the hardest part of the ring. Yeah. Imagine that across, like, going across the ring in the center. So maybe taking a bump at the center of the ring in a TNA ring or six-sided ring, whatever you want to call it, would be just as bad, then, as taking it in the apron, then.
0: If you well, that's, yeah, that. That's uh, that would be my thoughts, because, as you said, it would be... It'd be... It'd be the same size as any kind of normal size ring, like an indie ring or you know WCW ring, NWA ring. Yeah. It's 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 not an, a WWE sized octagon ring, you know. So. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think it's it's yeah. probably the best best choice.
1: Um, yeah, it makes a lot of sense, and they keep and, and got, in a way it helps them go back to basics. Like you know, I think they're they're under a different management now. They're trying to lift themselves up again. Like they're bringing in guys like Austin Aries and Ray Mysterio, and there's rumours of Ray Mysterio as well so I was
0: gonna get on to that actually yeah Austin Aries returned as almost as Austin Arse it sounds like <laughs> yeah. but uh, yeah, yeah
1: like I heard he's getting I heard he's getting, I'm seeing the memes already of like you started from the bottom we had a picture of him when he was ring of honor champion well yeah
0: back in the day, yeah yeah and now he's blown the bottom. Yeah, he's now in champion again. Which oh no, like maybe because he was
1: there, he was there before. He has a loyalty to them, but like you know, it is what it is. Like, did you did you hear why he actually left WWE? Or apparently, why he left WWE. I
0: didn't actually. That was that was going to be something I was going to ask you. Yeah,
1: apparently. Apparently, like, um, after he was finished with his rivalry with Neville, which was a fantastic rivalry, like, we nominated, we, it was considered for nomination for our rivalry of the year. Oh, really? For our TKO Kickies, which, um, but, um, but apparently the creative said, oh, we don't know what to do with you now. So, and that was that really, and it got to the point then where, like, they just, where, I think it was a, it was a case where Ares was like, well, listen, if you don't know what to do with me, then why, why should I say? So that's why he left in the end, like so. So apparently, he was over creative, like basically not knowing what to do. with him. I mean, but I think he is in a position or has an understanding, or is certainly experienced enough to know that. Well, listen, if this is the end, if it is, and then maybe I'll take my my don't take my letter elsewhere then. Um, and, he, and, he, and, he, and he's all over the place now I mean it's not just right. Impact as it says now but he's now uh, defined champion over in the UK at the moment so. right okay so his so he's champion's in a few other promotions in the Indies so he's doing okay like he's happy the way he's just doing what he's doing now I imagine more than anything
0: yeah like that kind of tells a story in itself really about what mm. what WWE creative is in 2018 doesn't it or 17 it does. during when it happened but it, it re- they really are clueless like it it's you know, they're, they're going to get something right, similar to the way, you know, the Russo, I mean, Russo gets a raw deal, actually, when you think about it, Rousseau. yeah, Russo gets a raw deal, uh, and sometimes justifiably oh, so, Vince so yeah, Vince Russo, yeah. sorry, sometimes yeah, no. sometimes justifiably so, but also, when you look back, it was Russo, it was, it was pretty much a three or four man team, And it was similar to the way Patterson and, uh, you know, Vince's guys would have been around, Vince's pool, the stories that you hear back in the day. Um, But they were wrestling people. They were passionate about the business. These are like B and C grade Hollywood writers from failed TV shows that are basically working for WWE, telling telling guys like Austin Aries that, yeah, we got nothing for you. It's, That's the thing. You know, like sometimes it, it like um, I,
1: I heard, I heard, some, I heard, um there's this, I, I remember, I was watching this podcast, I don't know, for some comedian, I don't know his name, um, it was on Joe Rogan's podcast, um, but it was this uh, writer, he's a or this comedian, who apparently was offered to be a writer for WWE, like, so, so it's interesting what uh, who goes for it. I imagine, obviously, whoever goes for it would be, would have some, would be a fan of wrestling. Maybe wouldn't have the full understanding of of how a work goes, like you know, like as opposed to anything else. Like you know, I imagine I, I'd be I'd be interested to see how many of the writers um, would have, actually have wrestled before, as opposed to Russia yeah. as a fan. Because like as we spoke, to I'd say it's
0: them, a very it's low a percentage. Difference.
1: I'd say it'd be a huge difference for, um, yeah. from maybe a writer who looks at the Booker side of things as opposed to. Um, just the the fine aspects of, of things if
0: that makes sense yeah, but that, uh, and there's a big big difference there's such a big divide you know um, mm. it, it's crazy like I mean you, we talk about kayfabe we talk about actors that kayfabe act like, and the reason yeah. I bring this up is um, I'm really interested to see this new movie now Christian Bale's new movie I can't remember the name of it but you know it's, it's about like cowboys and Indians basically but oh yeah, yeah. I watched an interview with uh, with Christian Bale recently, and he was talking about it. He actually went and learned um, the a, a, t- a particular tribe in na- in um, America from Arizona, one of the particular Native American tribes. He learned their language for the movie. Oh. Now that is k Fabe.
1: That is k and well, to be fair, Christian Bale, from my understanding, he always has like such an extreme. Like, he's a he, uh, uh, way of, of preparing for roles. He literally is an F-actor, true and true. when you think about it. The yeah. best example I can take, besides that, besides that, there was this movie he was in um, called, I think it was The the, the, machinist, the
0: Machinist. The Machinist. The Machinist, thank you. That's he went way. down to seven stone, yeah.
1: Yeah, and he was literally as thin as a twig. Like, yeah, with, yeah. But apparently, like, he, he, he just, he had nothing, he ran, he smoked constantly until he known he was thin enough but he looked so unhealthy at the stage like, yeah and then he had to gain the weight again afterwards for batman. batman so yeah
0: but th- but that's what i'm saying like that's somebody that's somebody throwing themselves into a role you know mm. to make that role the best to, to, to make sure that they give their optimum performance within that role and yeah. um, that's what these fucking writers should be doing actually you know
1: um, so, trying to go more, so in other words, trying to go more
0: extreme. I'm not it's saying a, that they I'm not saying that they have to do it that way, but at least for get to know the business and get to know how it works and get to know what got them to the dance because if there was a WCW, these guys wouldn't have a job, like, you know? Yeah. It's just that there's no competition anymore. There's only one one team in, in town, unfortunately. So And um, that's the
1: thing as well sometimes because like, because when, they, when the Monday Night Wars were on during the mid-90s... Sure. ...mid-90s, that's yeah. when, like, both WCW and ECW were literally trying to tear, they, tear each other apart. Yeah, it was, it was but, the best but, TV,
0: though, yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah, but that's the thing. It's motivated them to become better than ever. They challenged themselves every week, especially when WWE turned around and the Attitude Era came around. Yeah. So when they really started to go as extreme as they possibly could sure. or as it was allowed to, like, so... Sure. Because they were challenged and yeah. they wanted to create the best possible product, and they end up doing that, and yeah. it became huge. Like it was, like if if, if you've seen the documentaries for Monday Night Wars, like um, yeah, watch them all, yeah. Lately, yeah. If you watch how many people have um, watched, um, like especially like between Raw and um, and Nitro. Especially in maybe ninety eight, ninety nine, the numbers which are, would be unheard of nowadays. Yeah, man. Mainly because there's so many d- different options, and especially in America, like you have your, your 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 basketball and your football and your ice hockey at that time. Um, but like, like back then, like when it was at its hottest, like this is probably around the, the time when Stone Cold was was having his rivalry with Vince or The Rock or The Undertaker. We're talking like ratings of like ten points, something like.
0: Yeah! 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 yeah. We yeah. think, I mean, I I think, averagely, show. I think on average, actually, just I'm glad you brought that up. I think on average, WCW's average pull in from around the '96 period. I want to say, yeah, was around six point four. Wow, which, you, which,
1: which is a huge number even by today's. Sense. That's
0: an average, though. Do you know? Yeah.
1: So you're
0: you're you're not you're not taking into consideration like the the the. The Goldberg title win over Hogan in Atlanta, or anything like that. Well, that
1: was ninety. Well, that was ninety eight. I,
0: I know that's it's what it, no, but th- I'm not just saying. I'm, I mean it was from ninety six upwards to ninety eight. The oh, average. Gotcha,
1: gotcha. Does that and make sense? Then, like, yeah. And by then you had all those big moments from like uh, like um, it was Hogan's introduction to N.W.O. or at least his proper
0: introduction. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, uh, yeah. Sorry, I, I I didn't explain that. I meant that as it it like it was an average of like six point four. Yeah, yeah, that's what mean. From ninety six all the way up. Yeah. That was what the average number was, which is crazy, man. Over that's a two year right. period.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And when you consider like the standards of today, where another how the ratings like I, I, from my understanding the ratings like I, 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 for me it's hard to read like how it follows sometimes. Like personally, it's one of these things where I wouldn't pay attention to
0: anywhere <laughs> yeah. was
1: in America. Like thinking, oh my God is this higher than, than, the when Monday Night Football or something? Than like the that? Simpsons?
0: Think of, people thinking about that? Like, <laughs> yeah, something. yeah, yeah, no, it's, it's, it's true, but we'll, 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 we'll kind of, I like those segues, in fairness, the more segues, the better, um, so yeah, so that was TNA news, I guess, like, look, the, the, hopefully they are back to their best, which is going to bring me on to, um you know promotion that is very close to my heart tna and um, the, the possibility there's more kind of um talk coming out now that um it's looking very very likely that there might be a tbs deal for tna sure. which to me that's huge like absolutely that is huge so billy corgan and um, for for you know i'm not the biggest smashing pumpkins fan but this is a man who is Very, very, very intelligent and very articulate. I I
1: hundred percent agree. Like I think his understanding of wrestling as well is very underrated. Oh
0: yeah, me. me. Do you know what? Big time. I couldn't agree more, and yeah, couldn't agree more.
1: Especially when he when if if he he um I seen him do an interview where he was talking about because he's I think he's I don't know what his role is exactly but he's involved with the the NWA at the moment. And the way oh he's
0: uh he's he's the owner of nwa now he's the owner is he? Well, the he, one, he owns
1: it he certainly has the rights he certainly has the rights to your name at the very least I he but
0: no he bought know. it he bought it he is the he is the sole um the sole owner for anybody and for yourself if you have not checked it out um a podcast that i don't mind uh, promoting is joe rogan's obviously um,
1: yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. This is this is during Joe Rogan's podcast. He was sure, about this as well. sure. Yeah. Um, I listen to uh, I listen to Raven's podcast a lot as well, and the two of them are very, very, uh, very close friends as well. So, okay. um, I, I kind of, I was listening to the whole build up of how it was going to come about, and um, yeah. So when Billy Corgan got screwed out of buying TNA from Dixie Carter, mm-hmm. um, and her little establishment. Um, and in fairness, I'm not going to knock Dixie Carter because, to be honest with you, mm-hmm. I really didn't have enough interest to really go and find out what was going on there. It was just...
1: Honestly, I'm as ignorant as yourself. All yeah, yeah. So I don't know what... It it's, so. it's
0: pure ignorance on my part, but it was deliberate yeah. ignorance. It was...
1: yeah. At the time, you're you're so focused on what's going on so with the ring
0: Japan, so Exactly, so. exactly. I, I mean, I love seeing the matches. All I want to see is the matches. I want to see the guys do well. So I'll watch TNA stuff, but um, the politics, um, yeah, it's it's not for me. So, yeah, um, for it. but by the same, but Dixie Carter was basically coming across as a, you know, as a see you next Tuesday type thing, um, <laughs> and I didn't, uh, I didn't really care to kind of. Um, get into knowing the, the be all and end all of what how that came about so i am um, but I, no billy corgan is actually he is the uh he is he's technically the nwa president slash owner type thing he's the roman abramovich of of nwa basically that's right partner? yeah but the, yeah because that's that's what it is um which like i'm i'm, I'm glad like i mean we were talking about they own the rights to a belt, which uh, I mean, I think I think the NWA title historically was the world title. You know, I mean, it's a belt that's been around since nineteen forty eight. Historically, that tells yeah. you that that's oh, the title. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: absolutely. I
0: guess, um, yeah. And the current champ is Nick Aldis. You know, mm-hmm. um, who th- there's a question. You know, before I go on to Nick Aldis, what do you think of him?
1: I, I honestly there's not much I can say about Nick Nick Amos. I don't know really too much about like what, what the the goings on of WBA. Like I heard that Marcus was there the champion before Nick Amos, to my understanding. But that's um, really as much as I know about that. Like well, moment,
0: Magnus, like, Magnus was Nick Aldus. He was he oh, was. Sorry,
1: he, oh sorry, he's champion at the moment. Excuse me.
0: Yes, so, yes, yes. So it's Magnus. yeah
1: i tell you what I do know. i tell you what I do know, and this is something that you'll probably be very um, interested to hear. Sure. Uh, Nick Almas will be bringing the NWA World Championship to PWU in Belfast next month.
0: Well, now that sounds very nice. I like that.
1: Indeed. I I don't know...
0: You what? So, Dave, yeah, like, I mean... Nick Aldis, yeah, he's the champ. As I said, Magnus, a former gladiator, um, big boy though, very big boy. Like he's absolutely. he's got the. Do you know what? Something that you know, I didn't even say this to you off air there. Um, he's got like a size that surely Vince McMahon would have absolutely loved.
1: But there You'd
0: was think, you? there was never any kind of rumor of him going to WWE at all, was there? Not that I no, can. Not them. Not, Not that I'm like aware him. of, now. So no, he... as far
1: as I'm aware, yeah, go as ahead. Far as I'm aware, sorry, as far as I'm aware, he's always been involved in um, either, in, like a majority of his wrestling career hasn't been has indeed been involved with um, with with TNA at the time. Yeah, he's made some appearances in I um, obviously the independents, and he was involved in pro wrestling now in Japan a we bit, but beyond that, like that's really like WWE haven't really approached him at all, as far as I'm aware.
0: Yeah, and I mean, I thought as soon as Mickey James went in there, he would have been a shoe in, possibly.
1: Maybe, or maybe he said something like like sometimes something can easily be said, like in like in between the lines, or maybe just something that is stopping. But then again, you never know, like
0: yeah, who are we? To like, who are
1: we? To, yeah. Yeah, like like it's probably way more to it than we know, or yeah. that's even known by the media. But the whole thing.
0: So. Sure. Sure. But, but I mean, he is the he is the, is the new WWE. he is the new NWA um, heavyweight champion, and mm-hmm. kudos to him. Um, Absolutely. Here's a bit of trivia for you. Do you know okay. that he is only the second UK champion in the history of that belt? I know. I've actually
1: heard something about that. There's a guy called Gary Steele
0: who he, was their their first champion. I Gary Steele, who's a very very. Um, who was a guy from NWA Hammerlock, um, which is basically the uh, the parent company of the former NWA Ireland, mm-hmm. and um, that's how we started. So that's like that's that's John Moss and you know Gary Steele, where the two guys that kind of brought um, helped bring that to Ireland. So there you go. Cool. Well, they didn't help bring it to Ireland, but it was that was that was two of the guys that. Um Fergal Devitt and Paul Tracy were were helped train boy and were in the ring with so. Um.
1: Yeah, so it wasn't for them. Like when you think about it, they're probably they're, they're, they have a huge responsibility in the sense of what Irish wrestling is now. Like you know, because yeah. obviously, you look at you look at Fergal and you look at Paul, and you look at how much they've done for Irish wrestling, not just with like how successfully they've been as wrestlers themselves, especially um, Fergal. But like also like like what what they've done with like Five Factory, and how well that's doing, especially lately. Like when they're producing so many good wrestlers now. So yeah. Like and seeing at the moment, as we said before, is like is booming at the moment.
0: Yeah, Five Factory has always been been number one in terms of producing talent, um, mm. and it's just it's great now that they are where they are in terms of getting the talent in the door, and um, because those those last days. As you may have heard on the other podcast with Phil and Katie, um, Uh. those last days in Bray, unfortunately, just weren't getting the numbers, you know, Uh. so now that it's more central um, and in the capital, they're they're getting exactly what, what they deserve. You know. Yeah,
1: absolutely. Like, uh, uh, like um, I, I, I can tell you from experience because I'm starting trending myself. Down yes,
0: there. yes. Announcement from Dave Cullen right here on Danny Mawdsley. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: Well, to be fair, to be fair, it's been on and off for a while, like for maybe God knows, maybe a year and a half, like or something sure. like that so. Like, the thing is, like, for, for myself, because I'm so busy with other bits and pieces, not just, like, obviously, like, my show, but also... Everyday life, like, yeah. Yeah, everyday life. I'm, like, I'm, like, I'm studying a full-time degree in college, and I'm um, in the band in my, in, my, in my spare time. What are you studying? So like, uh, I'm media and communications.
0: Nice, I like it.
1: Yeah, it's open-closure, too. Like, we're, we're very close to yourself, actually. Very, very close, yeah. So, and it's going very well, I'm really enjoying it. So, all these put together, I thought to myself, oh, I don't know if I have the time... But was training, um, I, I trained um, in Five Factory when it came to Dublin. I, I trained in, uh, briefly in, in Bray and, and then uh, sure. d- and did a bit of mainstay dressing over at from
0: Sure. And
1: then I thought, oh, this is brilliant. Now they're in Five Factory down to cost six cents. It was brilliant. And I tried it and it was awesome. I had a great time. Yeah. But I just didn't have the time to, uh, to keep doing it. Like, you know, which is a shame because they were doing their their Joes versus Bros thing. Like, I don't know if you heard, but they did, like, this white-collar wrestling thing. Oh, I'd
0: I, I done a show. I was at the show. I'd done a live podcast on it.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was there in the crowd, like, and, um, like, I, I, was, I was there. I was supposed to be among the guys, like, or at least I was I was there from the start, like, you know, training with the guys, like, you know, who eventually would go on to the show. Like, one of the guys... Who went on to have one of the matches is a very good friend of mine, uh, Ian Holland. Who
0: ah yes, yes, I done an interview with him as well. <laughs>
1: yeah, no, he's, no, we we go back to our, we go back to the um our days in DCU. We both studied in DCU together. Like um he was he was really into. He was he was like just beginning his MMA or was was getting. The, he sure. went, I don't know how many years training. He's been training like MMA for years now. Hence sure. Yeah. His persona, like that, he presents himself now. But yeah. we've Known each other since then, and so it was cool. When he came in, like, and he was, he, he's a natural, like, because he's, he's hes such a natural athlete, he's freakishly strong. Like of course. Like, you can, can tell by the, by how big he is, like, you know, how strong he is, like, so. Yeah, he's got so that so like kind of, a, he's
0: got that small center of gravity, kind of big legs, it, yeah, big, like, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. Very thick, yeah, thick looking, yeah.
1: That's it, yeah, and he can grapple as well, because he, he, he trains jiu as well and stuff like that,
0: so. Yeah, yeah, so, no, so, 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 so very, so very funny. nice kid, yeah, yeah. So he's a
1: perfect athlete, He's kind into interesting for me, like, so that's why he's such a natural
0: yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, so we, we we break away from that. Um, one thing I do want to bring up because I know you'll have more news on this than I will is the um, the bullet club guys who want to do they want to pull off the the ten thousand seed shell. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of um, a lot of speculation. I guess would be the word regarding this. Um, where where do you see this at the moment, and where are we at? I've heard it from all different uh, sources and angles, from Jim Cornette to you know to even Bruce Pritchard to to, mm-hmm. to to basically just the the Twitter ramblings of the guys. So, um, do you have any update on where this is at at the moment, or?
1: For from my understanding, it's going to be on September first. Okay. The, from, say, so they have a
0: date. It's September the first.
1: Yeah, that's the thing. They they have they have a date now because of that. It's it's brought a lot. It's brought a lot of rumors concerning the event. It's almost put them to death, for example. They
0: even said it was in Ireland at one point. I saw something yeah. about that. <laughs>
1: well, now here's the thing. Now here's the thing about that. That's uh, that's
0: been all over the Irish wrestling. Force. Yeah, I know. I know. I know. But, but it's gotten to the point where I honestly
1: can't tell if they're actually being serious or if they're joking like I, I, I like the way I see it like and this is this is gone back to um, being the elite um, show at the OCT at the end of last year. I honestly believe that like Cody Marie and the young Bucks, and uh, I think that was all them that were there I honestly think that when they were promoting that show which I imagine they were when they were during the UK tour that like they were basically saying they're they basically saying, Oh, where are we going to have our show? Is it going to be in Birmingham? Is it going to be in California, or is it going to be in blank your town? And why well, was yeah. mentioned there and yeah. the airport there? So, I, 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 there's no way it can come to Dublin. No, it, you know, no, I, no. It'd, no. Be, it'd be a beyond a dream if it did. But it I couldn't. Mean, it then. couldn't.
0: It couldn't happen, though. I mean, it, in every way, shape, or form. Um, like I said there's gonna be a revelation here on this one too in a little while because i will talk yeah. i will talk positively about kenny omega and the young bucks um okay but yeah i just i i, I it couldn't happen here purely because we just wouldn't have the interest in in this country um yeah. in terms of getting the numbers in you know
1: yeah, absolutely. So because of that now, um, as far as I'm aware to take the, the show, it's not uh, like the, the, the main rumor at the moment is that it's going to be in Chicago. Sure. But here's here's the interesting thing about it. So because it's on September 1st. CM Punk? September 1st is, is Labor Weekend over in the United States, and sure.
0: which is traditionally... The weekend
1: of the Battle of Los Angeles for PWG.
0: Okay. One of the biggest
1: tournaments in the world, I
0: think, at this stage. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Like
1: in, in my opinion, because like the quality of matches and stuff like that. Now the thing is with PWG, like I, I don't know if you've seen any of the the, the shows or, or any bits and pieces from it yourself, but um, they do they draw a very you know, small crowd at the place they like, they do the show. It's it that's that's the beauty of it. It's very similar to OTT. It has that intimate atmosphere. Okay. Yeah. Well, would be very cool if it is that it wouldn't surprise me if they did the show in somewhere in Los Angeles or Long Beach or anywhere like that. Like I don't know what type of venue they, they try to attract. And to be honest with you, they're probably better off doing it in Chicago anyway. Yeah. Because here's yeah. New Japan trying yeah. to break into the United States market in California yeah. for a starter. So it makes more sense maybe to do it in Chicago. But I just think it would be very interesting, especially if they're trying to attract a certain wrestler who may more or very likely be involved in in Bola that weekend could be involved in boats like back and forth like. So. and who
0: is this for a certain wrestler
1: certain wrestler well no no. I'm just saying could be let's say anyone who could be involved let's say for example I don't know let's say I'm just saying anyone who pr- pr- could participate in Bola could easily just jump into the flight in Chicago yeah. and be involved in that show like, so sure it's interesting how, okay. who, how they'll book who which and what well but I'll tell you who I don't think will be involved at all now, regardless of his um, of a situation There's been obviously a lot of rumours of Daniel Bryan being involved. Yes,
0: that's what I heard. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: If this goes ahead on September 1st, he will not be there. Okay. Because um, um, Daniel Bryan's contract with WWE apparently uh, runs out on September
0: 28th. Right, so so it's the (coughs) end of the month.
1: Exactly. So even if he even if he is cleared to wrestle, there's no way he can get out of that. So, like, that's... That, that's well, I mean,
0: he has been to cleared to wrestle. We know he's been cleared. He said mm-hmm. that.
1: He said that himself, yeah. Pretty but much. He, he, but, but regardless, like, even... W, like, the fact is he'll still be under contract when that show takes place, if it's definitely September
0: 1st. WWE so. would have absolutely nothing to do with that, yeah. Um, Pretty much, yeah. Well, I mean, if Jim Cornette, he's a guy that always has great ideas and, and great... Um, yeah, I mean, the man's a genius in terms of the business, and uh, even Jim Cornette wants to see this succeed, which is funny enough. Um, and and I was very pleasantly surprised to hear from Jim Cornette that he wanted to hear it succeed, um, because I guess he's a wrestling fan first and foremost, you know. Yeah. Um, he wants to know that there can be a an alternative and a good idea come to fruition, regardless of whether. He doesn't like, you know, particular people that are are involved. Um, I do agree with some of the stuff he said. I mean, he will know the demographic of the the areas a little bit better than you or I will. Um, He mentioned as well LA would be a no-go. And he also mentioned Chicago would be the place to do it. Um, But he also mentioned you would want to be offering someone like a punk all the money in the world to make an appearance. You know? Yeah,
1: there's severe rumours of that happening as well. Yeah. Which yeah. I don't know. Maybe which well, know. well I
0: mean the young books they, they, they definitely mark out for punk, you can tell. They they would like they would like that. Um so a punk would be I mean look, a punk is gonna sell that ten thousand seat arena out straight away, a hundred percent. If it's in it's, if it's in Chicago yeah. Well,
1: the thing is, I don't think they need Sc- um, punk to to sell out that. Like you know, the attraction of the of the bullet club and is, in itself, I think can easily draw ten thousand. I don't. Uh,
0: yeah, I. Uh, well, I don't. I don't believe so, man. I really don't. It can
1: certainly, it will it, certainly come close. Like yeah, know, it can it can
0: get it, close. It, it's so, I it's agree. So
1: popular in America though, and especially if they attract a certain match, I, and and even if they even if Punk was in was on the show, like what, like in the end or, or whatever, I I honestly don't think it'll be announced. I think it'll be a surprise. Like, yeah, I, I when,
0: like especially when you consider
1: like you, you know there's so much mystery around the whole situation, or so, especially the uncertainty of him even being involved in wrestling periods yeah it would be way more authentic if it was a surprise oh no i
0: agree with you Um, from a from a fan perspective but at the end of the day okay you got to take this into consideration this isn't just selling out a ten thousand seat arena Hmm. this is also making profit yeah absolutely on your input you know so we got to talk business here as well because the boys the boys like to talk business young books you know and they're they're not stupid you know regardless of um of of anything that I've said in the past, in terms of they 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 want to make profit too. This isn't just an ego buzz, you know. This is a this is something that they want to make some money off too. Mm. So if they have a punk, it's gonna be announced. You know, and a hundred percent. That won't be just a little, uh, a little. Oh, by the way, here's one for the fans. You know, um, I I, I look a a ten thousand seat arena. In wrestling in 2018, isn't as easy as it sounds because you look at WWE house shows, even if you see that there is some house shows maybe getting 11 or 12,000, that's 11 or 12,000 in maybe a 20,000 seat arena, you know? Yeah. Um, well, or exactly, yeah, exactly. Exactly, so it's the empty, yeah. so it's a really, really, really difficult task. But look, I guess this will will draw me on to um, what I was going to say positive about the Young Bucks and, and Kenny Omega, and um, because mm-hmm. some people I'm getting questions all the time like why do you not like Kenny Omega or the Young Bucks? And like I said to you the last time, I mentioned to you I have nothing personal against any of those guys at all. Yeah, nothing. Um, it's
1: just the way, them book the, just the way they booked them themselves.
0: Exactly, exactly, and 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 nothing even against their talent, which brings me on to um, we we are going to get on to the Wrestle Kingdom um, review in a while. That's the big one here, so I'm not gonna I'm not gonna talk about the matches, but I I like the balls that they have. You know, when I heard this ten thousand seat arena thing, I went, "Oh yeah, I like the balls of the young books here on this one." You know, hmm. um. I really think it's 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 something that they're kinda I mean, I know the likes of Marty Skrull and all will go like, Yeah, I'm part of it, but like Marty Scurll is relatively new. He's kinda following whatever the guys uh, are doing, pretty much uh, and, and raking in the process.
1: Like his t-shirt's the best selling in the Pro Wrestling Tees at the moment.
0: Exactly, and that's what I'm saying. So he's he's just been a smart man and saying, I'm just going to follow these boys' lead, and uh, whatever like happens will happen. somebody
1: really who have been involved in the club, especially the guys who are more over, like even Hangman Page, he's he's more in the backer and he's like the, the bane up and comer they have yeah. at the moment but yeah. he's making probably a bomb in t-shirts and yeah,
0: so, I'd say the boys good. the boys in the Balor Club now I'm sure should be saying man I should have fucking copyrighted that when I had the chance
1: yeah well they started it. so yeah. quite frankly like you know they like all, all, all the money that the their young books are making they can thank <laughs> Finn Balor and, and all them for so like so like in the day like like and, and they're, and they're and, and, and too fair, like especially with, with, with Finn Balor now being with I don't. And I
0: don't think he's worried about money at the moment. <laughs> yeah.
1: No, nah, he, he wouldn't need speed as well. Like, he'd be, he, like I can't imagine how much money he could not be making there. And that, and, and as you mentioned, and as you mentioned before, like especially if his merchandise it, like keeps going, like and and, and 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 like WWE keep doing that. And as you mentioned in the last show, where like that could be a reason for him where they might push him later on. He's in the, in the to- he's
0: case. in the, he's in the top four. Uh, the uh, this is the latest that I've seen anyway. He's in the uh, top four merch sellers in the company. Um, yeah,
1: it doesn't surprise me. It doesn't surprise me. So, I just, R- just... I heard Rusev is number one at the moment, actually.
0: Yeah, well, I, I heard that. That's from a particular t-shirt, isn't it? Yeah.
1: <laughs> well, to be fair, he's he's probably the most Oliver Melon smacked
0: in right now, so... Yeah, so there you go. There you go. There you go. But, I mean... I get, no, the positive thing I have to say about the the the, the young bucks, yeah, I'm I'm, I'm going to get on to their match, and um, when we when we get to the Wrestle Kingdom stuff, um, yeah, which uh, which uh, it will be next anyway. Um, yeah. I um, no, i i I know I've given them a raw deal, um, a raw deal in the sense of you know their their antics on smaller shows, you know. Yeah. And 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 wanting to see their optimum performance on every show that they do. Um, now I do understand as well that on an indie show you can't always give you know 100% in terms of um, well no that's that's actually a lie because you can give 100% but you can't give like you know all the flips and bumps and, and, and jeopardize your own career just for the sake of a smaller show that yeah. you would on a large show like Wrestle Kingdom you know
1: yeah
0: um, but no, I, I, I do, I really, really do appreciate what they're doing at the moment um, in trying to uh, in trying to do something like that. And I think if it helps the business and it helps guys get work, then I, I absolutely commend them. Um, I'll keep my good comments from Mr. Kenny Omega till later. That'll okay. be the main event. Um, but I suppose just, just finishing on the, the, the Bullet Club show, um, I know, I see Steve Amell is going to be part of it. Is that right?
1: Okay. I heard about that, yeah. Like I heard he um when they were tweeting all the bits and pieces, when them all the members of the bullet club were actually were tweeting out or at least when the picture of I think the two of, of Matt and Nick Jackson yeah. um and Cody were released on on this on this uh, this all in uh Twitter page. Yeah. Um the, the, the among the people that were followed on it was Stephen Meltz, but it must be involved somewhere, yeah. Yeah, I
0: saw he, there's a picture of him on the all in as well, so
1: Oh, I didn't see the picture. Did no, you not I see that? I the, uh, no, I just
0: seen um, the young bucks, and I think I seen Marty and Cody. Marty and Cody, and Marty I, and I Cody were there. Yeah, obviously. no, hundred um, percent. Omega's there, obviously, and um, Steve Amel is there. And I saw one not so long ago. There, about just about an hour before I um, before before I started this show, um, yeah. which is Friday the twelfth. By the way, yeah. just so people know, <laughs> um, that the great Cali was all in as well. Really? Yeah, his 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 <laughs> beautiful looking face came up there a little while ago, yeah.
1: <laughs> see there's so many po- there's so many pictures of it where like, you know, like like unless it's for someone associated with the Bullet club, you think does they really mean that? Yeah, Justy's so just just fish off.
0: hook is all in too, like.
1: <laughs> I've seen that, yeah. I've seen
0: that How good was that, man? <laughs> Oh, dude, I was like, Justy's fish hook is all in. I just went, if there is anybody that could pull that off and end up being on a show with them, it is Justy. Yeah, but, yeah, but
1: it's, just, it's, it's very <laughs> funny, like, you know, Justy elaborating that he's all in, like, as you say, so it's very funny. Uh, so we'll I
0: like, paid to man. see Justy all in, man.
1: Yeah, exactly. Like you know, especially when you consider like, 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 it's, I like what he's doing at the moment. It's like you know, he's like he's trying his hands with, like.
0: He's too OTT for OTT, man. I no, I don't no,
1: remember seeing that. It was really <laughs> funny. But like, no, in, in, like he's making like, he's like he's trying to. He's making it from stuff outside of it now as well, with, like P W and CCW and stuff like that. Yeah. As well, so. Yeah. So I'll be excited to see how we, how we, get, how we get started next
0: year. Which how is crazy to back. think, like, in a country like this where OTT was the be-all and end-all, and I mean that with the most utmost... The, the most utmost, if that makes any sense in the world, respect to yeah. OTT. It mm-hmm. shows you that guys can still make a name for themselves even outside of OTT now. Oh,
1: absolutely. Which
0: shows, I mean, you, absolutely. How, which shows you how big Irish wrestling has become. I mean, I had... Um, I had one, one third of uh, Kings of the North on there last week, Colin Jackson, you probably saw that was up. Yeah, yeah,
1: no, he, ha- yeah, he was on our show, like, when we started, like, he was one of
0: our yeah. first guests. Yeah, yeah. And uh, he, he's been a very, very good friend of mine, you know, since he started. Uh, I'd like to think that, we talked about it on the show, I'd like to think that I uh, I kind of uh, was one of his very, very close friends, At uh, mm-hmm. you know, fr- from the get-go, you know, and um see his progress has been unbelievable but oh
1: my god yeah like it like it's amazing like i remember i see i i I follow him on instagram it's amazing to see like you know the comparison of when he starts compared to where he is now like yeah i man
0: where he is now so i think he's awesome he's actually one of my favorite wrestlers in the world actually um purely because of his his look his presence the way he carries himself I, you know i really recommend um any any kid that's you know that might be listening to this show that wants to get into wrestling or is still in wrestling actually um, or currently looking you know yeah. to be, to be a really good heel yeah, he's
1: the, he's he's
0: like the perfect example yeah, yeah he's he's the guy he's the go to uh, mm. h- him and justy are the guy that you need to look at and um and, and model yourself on them yeah so i guess we get on to the main event then um we, we we get on to uh wrestle kingdom um I, uh, w- what did you do for wrestle kingdom did you watch it live yeah
1: i did i watched it in um in buskers in you were in buskers yes yeah.
0: were you drinking beer well, and everything man what were you what w- was there beer to be had at that time in the morning and everything
1: Oh, no, no, no. It wasn't in the morning. Like, um, there was... There, we, a lot of people came in who watched it in the morning, but they were showing it at, um, at Buskers in the Ball. Low-blows wrestling parties were holding it. So the first ever Yeah. did a New Japan cards? Rick yeah. himself wasn't there. Rick, Rick himself, I, and I hate him for this, he, he went to Japan to actually see him. I know, uh, yeah. Fair, son of a bitch. Like, it, it, it's a hell of an experience <laughs> and, like, he deserves it, and especially considering what he, what, what he puts into the parties. Like, it's, it must have been an awesome experience. I'm happy for him in that
0: sense. Sure, you of You can't have a be a bit jealous
1: is the same time. Yeah. listen
0: man jealousy jealousy is the way to go <laughs> yeah yeah but
1: yeah so so it was on from five in the afternoon to 11 at night so they're showing the full six hours of it then from the new from the from the from the, the pre-show of the new japan rumble all the way to um okada naito so um so it was awesome like and, and it was and it was very different from the usual shows that they do like i don't know if you've been to lobos parties yourselves like i was like,
0: the one i was everyone. the one yeah
1: I got to almost everyone, like since probably WrestleMania Thirty One or something like that, and it's just and they always have like pre-match entertainment and stuff like that, and as well as the match itself. But it just it was, it was like a nice intimate way. It's like, very similar to if you like our Japanese crowds would be ironically enough, where they're quiet and they enjoy it. And but like it, it's not it wouldn't be like as but, but but everyone is so excited going into the the match itself. If it was a WWE card so. Yeah,
0: but no, it was awesome. it was an some was to some watch from top to bottom. Enjoyed every match. Yeah, man. Um, for me, I uh, I did I did do the uh, I set the alarm on the day off, mm-hmm. <laughs> the day off that I had to get up and watch it. Um yeah. So I'm gonna give you the rundown now. I didn't see the New Japan Rumble at the time. Um, I heard it was okay. It was. Uh, I seen Meltzer. I'm actually gonna do this as well because I. I I've always wondered about Dave Meltzer's star ratings. Um, I've yeah. always I've always questioned them because I've actually went down over the past, um, I guess, month. Yeah. And I've looked at all the matches in history that he's given star ratings to. And um, I've kind of compared my notes to his notes, I guess. Yeah. Um, from someone that's been in the ring and actually knows what it takes to wrestle, you know? Yeah. And I don't mean that as a as a knock to Dave Melser because no, I'm actually no, Yeah, because I'm actually in contact with Dave at the moment and he could possibly be coming on a Dynamos dozen show. So fingers no crossed right. that happens. Um, well, that'd be if can you will be absolutely so I'm, I'm I'm just trying to see it from his point of view and then I'm trying to give my critique on that point of view um, which, Okay. yeah because no. these are the'm pre- and, sure,
1: and I'm sure he'd appreciate it as well like I'm sure the whole reason he do those ratings is to is to um is to like you know, not just out of his opinion, but let's just see, let's just see what everyone else thinks. And I imagine
0: get like, people talking, he yeah.
1: Gave, exactly, and especially for the ratings he gave for this card, which I personally disagree with. Oh, I do.
0: No, match man, match. I'm glad you say that because I disagree with a lot of ratings on this card, actually. Yeah. Well,
1: particularly the main events because I thought that was the best
0: match. But, sure. Like
1: that's just my opinion.
0: Well, we'll but get I'm into saying, that. Yeah. We'll get into that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We'll, we'll get into we'll that. We'll, get into the rumble, as you say, we'll yeah. start. So the rumble, you gave a one point five. Yeah. Again, I didn't see the rumble. Um, it was very difficult for me to get the rumble so w- did you see it yeah it
1: was, yeah it was, it was one of these matches it was very it was similar to the to the royal rumble except there was 21 participants and you could get eliminated by pinfall and submission and going over the top rope as opposed to just over the top rope sure and they had the, the, the countdown typical of the rumble as well and i know I, I thought it was nice i enjoyed it okay like it was um so there was some fun booking in between especially with chase owens who was at one stage like um Giving package power drivers everybody and then Suzuki Gun having um, almost dominated the match until they they had a run in with Yushin Liger and Funder, and uh, Thunder Mask Tiger Mask who if you don't know they had a bit of a feud going during the Best of Super Junior yes, last year yes 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 um so it's 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 cool to see that come back um
0: yeah. and, and go around but of course Tiger Mask Satoru Sayama was one of my favorite wrestlers obviously because My Kid is my favorite wrestler of all time so. Yeah. Um, it's good to see that that gimmick that is new japan's um then we get on to young bucks and rapongi 3k um believe it or not you're going to be surprised to hear this from okay. me very impressed with the young bucks in this match um, yeah. i thought the four star rating again was probably probably a little bit high um just just purely based on on like the ratings that you got from from the other ones yeah. And it was, um, I I would have given it like a I don't know I, I don't do rating so I don't know what rating I'm I would kind of give it. it. You know what I mean. Like but um, yeah, I think like if, if if just going on the on the annals of 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 the historical ratings that Dave has given, mm. um, I thought the four rating was a little bit high, but maybe yeah, just my opinion. But I did think it was a very very good match. Um, yeah, the young book selling, I thought, in it in particular was um, really good. Um, yeah, especially like when they went to the outside, yeah. Yeah, like,
1: like Matt Jackson, like credit to him, he sold that back very, very yeah, well. really did. And he, it, like, and he uh, kept
0: uh, doing know, it throughout the match. That's what I was yeah, impressed with.
1: Yeah, same with Yo from uh, Rapogi 3K. Oh,
0: he, big time. He
1: was, he, he was exactly the same. He sold that back so well. As yeah, well. yeah, and not yeah. Not only that. But if you look at him um, later on during the nineties, he still he's accompanying Kenny.
0: To yeah. The, like, yeah. Shows, like, it was so. fucking awesome, man. I loved it. Yeah. I loved it. So for me, uh, again, I'm not going to give ratings on this cause it's not, uh, I have no right to rate matches. It's, um, yeah. I don't think anyone does. So therefore it's just, you know, I'll leave that to Dave. That's his shtick. And, yeah. that, and you know, he's entitled to his opinion. So, of course. um, I will, I will leave that to him. Um, four for me was probably too high that's what i will say but it was definitely very very good it was um one of the better tag team matches i've seen in in quite a while um, Yeah, i agree
1: i agree and like, then we have the um, you what i um, what, what i liked about this match in particular though i have to say is that it felt sure. like it was a it was like it was like a, it was more of a works match th- th- than, you, than you may think and i think a big part of that's it was because it would give the opportunity. Like they did, I felt I felt like dude, there could be a better match for those two teams.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I agree. But
1: that could be down the line, and I think the reason they, they didn't do it in this case was to bring the attention to the to the actual
0: junior heavyweights, which was, which was, which was sure. Match. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So sometimes, like, the, the,
1: like if they so so it was, it was almost like contrary to what what they might do in the in the indie shows. Yeah. Where they'd work um, a match. Where it gives the other um, the, the 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 guys in a similar way to them the, the more the the more attention or at least give them the opportunity to have those big spots.
0: Yeah, yes, so yeah. yeah. No, that makes sense. That makes sense. Um, and we get on to the uh, the Gauntlet match, mm-hmm. which uh, started with uh, Suzuki with Elgin and War Machine. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a two point five star rating for that particular outing. Yeah, um, I
1: think the way I think the way to understand I think the way Dave Meltzer reviewed this, he's like reviewed each part of this match.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's the way he did it. Yeah, so he done it. He done it in four parts. So we had Suzuki with Elgin and War Machine, Suzuki with Chaos, Chaos with Taguchi, and Chaos with Bullet Club. So, yeah, yeah, it was kind of it was kind of weird the way he did it actually. But yeah. in terms of that match, yourself, what did what did, what did you think of that?
1: Well, I thought the the best part about this match is how they focus on trying to make transparent the the, the 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 star of this match. Yeah. N- not just with it, n- not just with like um, him falling behind, like with, with the com, with the way he came back and won the match, like as well as like you have it. Obviously, I loved Horiano, I forgot to appreciate him so much lately. I couldn't stand him when I first started watching yeah. Japan. I Don't know what it was. But he, like for me, he's one of the funniest comedy wrestlers going. On. Like, <laughs> yeah. Especially when you consider like there's not many which comedy wrestling you find in Japan.
0: No, that's no, 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 no. See,
1: especially in Japan. But like, by God, so he, he always makes me laugh, and I loved his rivalry with yeah. Suzuki back like, in the g one. Like,
0: it's but, probably uh, as well. It's probably the um, the kind of differences in cultures as well.
1: Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Y- you
0: know what I mean? It, it probably makes you laugh a little bit more.
1: That's it. Yeah. Uh, like you know I, I'll never forget the match you had with Kenny Omega where they were hip hopping like back and forth on the ropes like because their their legs were taped together or something like that yeah like, yeah yeah so yeah. funny yeah. Like, like that would that would that would easily be over like in any indie in show here or in the UK or anywhere in the yeah, world well
0: definitely <laughs> it would yeah um, no it was uh, yeah it, it, was, it was okay it wasn't my favourite um, yeah I, I can kind of agree with Meltzer's rating on this because I know in the first part he gave it a two point five, then he gave it a 0.75 for Suzuki with Chaos, and then um, with Chaos and Taguchi he gave it a one point five, and then Chaos with Bullet Club he basically gave it a two point seven five. Yeah. I think I think anything with the name Bullet Club and a Dave just is gonna <laughs> up the rating. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Would that be fair? <laughs> you no, know, I think no,
1: no, 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 no. To be honest with you, I actually. I believe there is some truth to that. I, I sometimes believe that maybe the, Dave Meltzer is slightly biased towards the, the Bullet Club. Yeah. But well, you know what?
0: If I do Jacob get him on the probably. show, man, you know if I get him on the show, I will have no qualms about um about calling him out on this. Probably. So. No,
1: to be honest with you, I've seen um, a recent video of, um, <clears> I think it was, I don't know if you watched the Being the Elite series, but um, they they did like a Best of 2017 video where they had like all their behind the scenes stuff, mm. and I think they they were, they, were, they were in they were doing like a pre-show for uh, PWG, like like I don't know how it works there, but apparently they sell their t-shirts in the ring or something like that, like in between the matches, and they, they're showing Kenya Mega meeting. Dave Meltzer for the first time and he and, and I think Kenny Omega sort of joked oh this guy's just biased towards me and stuff like that and they kind of created the laugh so but you gem, Bob, there probably is a wee bit of truth to that like or maybe yeah I, th-
0: sh- I think so <laughs> which brings me on to Cody Rhodes with Kota Ibushi now this was the first match that really kind of it it gauged my interest more because this was a match I was actually looking forward to um quite a lot um it was given a four point two five from Dave, and um, I don't agree with that. Believe it or not. Okay. Um, I actually was wanting more from these two guys. It was
1: excellent.
0: It was a, it was actually a fantastic match. No, it was a it was a fantastic match, but I, I actually I I thought. I I yeah I, I thought the 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 sell job they had done on the outside. <laughs> well, that was brilliant. That was, that was brilliant. phenomenal.
1: All to Brandy Rhodes for that.
0: Like. Oh hell yeah! Like that was that was absolutely phenomenal. And <laughs> the, the way Ibushi picked her up and all it was just mm. um, it it was phenomenal. But you know what, man? I don't know. I just I, I still think that it like it was a it was a really really phenomenal match. But I think in terms of if you're giving it a four point two five rating. Then again, I guess, if we're going by Dave's um, ratings, if the books are getting a, a four-star, um, with Roppongi, uh, 3K, should I say, 3G? 3K. <laughs> no, I said 3K, but I was like, 3G? I was about to say 3G. Yeah, no, I get it. That's what happens when you're with Aaron Network. I mean, um, <laughs> yeah. No, to be fair
1: it, for for this match in particular. I think this is the per this is what um, what Cody needed um, in, 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 in in this match I've ever Okay,
0: for for, for Cody's used. perspective, yeah. Okay.
1: Yeah, yeah. Particularly yeah. to attract the, um, the the New Japan crowds. So, like I'm not saying. I don't
0: think Ibushi him, needed it so much though.
1: But particularly Cody, I found, because um, okay. especially is is considering what happens the very next day. Whereas now there's all this boo-ha-ha going on between Cody and Omega. Now that happened the New Year's Dash.
0: Boy, What? What's they, this now? No,
1: you, you didn't see New Year's Dash that happened afterwards.
0: No, you? I didn't. So why don't you fill oh, right, me well, and my listeners in, just in uh, case uh, they didn't hear?
1: Yeah. Okay. So what happened was there was a couple of things that happened. First and foremost, um, um, there was the, the, well, we talked about the the, the three, the six man tag team titles that how they change hands. They change hands the very next night again, where the Bullet Club regains them, believe it or not. So it was only a one-day title reign that happened then, but more importantly, what happened with with Cody and um and the Bushi. Like apparently there was some sort of six-man tag. I'm not sure who was in what, well, but um Cody was about, was apparently going to attack a with a chair until Omega came out and and saved a bush a Uh and end up being a huge shoving and pushing and set to separate each other from it. Like so, so it's it's interesting to see. Well, not uh, not many people know this either, but um. Back but before the before Kenny Omega was ever in Bullet Club, uh, Kota Bushi and Kenny Omega were very good friends, um, especially outside the ring. So maybe like like there's something to, to to do with that. But also it brings back now this particular um, like almost um, civil war, if you like, between Cody and Omega now in the Bullet Club. So there?
0: Yeah, so like obviously, you—that's um, something I didn't know, <laughs> and in fairness, it's something that—that's uh, that's why you're here, Dave, because these are the things that I will—I <laughs> never know, because your your uh, your knowledge on the Japan stuff is is phenomenal. Um, you want to talk to me about New Japan from the eighties and early nineties? I'm your man. But okay. <laughs> new Japan no, now. I, know, I, I, I would know portions of that
1: narrative. So yeah, be more, I'm only discovering Japan lately. Like I'm just, I'm just watching as much as I can. Of it like, so I'm just learning as we go along. So
0: here's a quick question: Did you ever actually, um, you know, because I know you're a big, um, I, I, I use the use the Mark word the way I am. I'm a big Mark for Dynamo Kid. Mm-hmm. You're a big Mark for you know the new Japan stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Um. Have you ever went back and watched the Tiger Mask series with Dynamite Kid?
1: I have watched bits and pieces of it. Like, I remember, um, I, I not lately, like, it was more... No, of course. Back a few years. Like, obviously, I remember seeing um, um, a match between Tiger Mask and Dynamite Kid in Japan. I think they were showing it, like, um back when the wrestling channel was back on, um, back in the day. Like, I remember seeing, like, the cyber match where it seemed like... Um, I, don't remember, I don't know what exactly who won or anything like that, but it was when... I think the Dynamite Kid was wearing like he was wearing sky blue overalls, I think, or something like that. Sure, sure, yeah. And his and his head was shaved, and he gave Tiger Mask a tombstone and a and a diving headbutt almost straight away. Like so, yeah. like like um, I don't know what happened in the end, but like um like it's one like it's one of the great matches and the, for the junior heavyweight. I
0: would recommend I would recommend you go and watch some some stuff with him with um um there's there's actually even Fujinami stuff with Dynamite Kid as well with the Bulldogs. Yeah. Um, oh, really? Well, wow. yeah, um, Ted DiBiase is involved in that as well. I think it was Fujinami, um, Ted DiBiase senior, and um, holy fuck, who was it? Stan Hansen. Yeah,
1: yeah,
0: yeah. Against the Bulldogs. If
1: there's any Japan Japanese wrestling I'd love to look back on in particular, I think it'd be more um, like um, it's been recommended to me lately to check out the matches between Misawa um, and Kenta Kabashi.
0: Progress in now, because they were they, they were classics. I think. Oh like, uh, man, they 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 were they were proper hard hitting stuff. There was no um, I mean, it, the only reason I bring up, they're very different matches, um, mm. t- to to what I'm saying. Like they 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 would be very different matches to, like a Tiger Mask and a Dynamite Kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But but at the same time, they have the this. They still have the same essence of of hard hitting wrestling do you know what I mean like they're, they're very different matches but at the same time they're very similar if that makes any sense at all to you um like you've got well basically they're very different purely be- from a standpoint that they are uh, one is heavyweight and one is light you know yeah. junior junior heavyweight um yeah. and that kind of tells you all you need to know the junior heavyweight stuff with with uh, dynamite and and um, tiger mask are just purely um, sensational, and they are what you see the likes of Kenny Omega and Finn Balor and and AJ Styles do now. Mm-hmm. They created it, you know. I
1: think you're right.
0: But they perfected it, you know. It, it, it Trust me. Go back and watch full matches. Just just from yeah. from um, from that era with with um, with. with dynamite and uh, tiger mask and you will see what I'm talking about it, it oh, is okay, no. absolutely Fine, no. timeless yeah, and and I guarantee you they are six star matches <laughs> you know each one of them in fact um just without the without the fancy gear and the fancy entrances just watch the work it's it's just unbelievable but anyway there there's my little kind of a uh, little bit done you can tell it's something that I quite clearly love so it's uh, i just thought I'd, I'd bring that up purely cool, yeah just purely because i love i mean i love the fact that there's a revolution in japan it's just um the japanese are starting to try sometimes a little bit too much to become too americana um in wrestling which i'm I sure you would agree i uh, no, yeah, yeah
1: i am um, in this case i don't think they're trying to be that at all. not
0: on I this like show not on this show but i'm saying in some elements of their work i don't mean with with uh, the young books or with omega or anything and um, i just think some of the guys are trying a little bit too hard to be kind of more um, because the japanese crowd historically was always like a snooker crowd
1: yeah i agree very quiet, where
0: yeah. where they it was all about the work you got in there and you could have we call them, them rest holds all you want, but they, they they weren't always rest holds. They were holds in terms of trying to wear the guy down, you know? Mm-hmm. And uh, it, 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 there was a story to be told within that. You wear the guy down to the point where, you you, you know, you beat him in the end or you lose in the end, whatever it may be. Yeah. But I think it, it has become very Americana now. The, 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 and, and the only reason I say that is because I've like, Japan is, is, is all Japan wrestling, not just New Japan, all Japan, no pun intended, Um Noah, historically, they've always had a very, very quiet crowd, where, you know, they'll have big events, and they're nice events, but it, th- the fans are just very polite, and very, you know, they're there to watch the work, you know, um, where it's a different, it's a different game now, which, uh, I'm not, um, not for one bit, or for one minute, am I um, knocking that? Yeah, I think it's awesome to be honest that the Japan crowd now can can see what 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 the you know what the American style of charism, charismatic style characters can bring. To, because I mean, Japan always had charismatic wrestlers. You, you heard some of their uh, you heard some of their, the some of the entrances that they had were pretty fucking out there, like.
1: Absolutely, yeah, like, especially lately, like, for, like, the is in particular for, uh, yeah. during the Wrestle Kingdoms
0: as well, like, yeah. just, some of them were just unbelievable. Madness, man, like, 80s-style music playing, and you're like, yes, I love this, <laughs> like, so for yeah. sure, for sure, I mean this in the most, you know, respectful way, I just think it's, 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 it, it's a case of, um, it, it, trust me, it's just very, very different from the 90s to, to where we are now is completely different. Um, That's
1: uh, the way it is, though, as well. Like it's the uh, way, like, like like everything. It's just it's like everything has has a different generation. Like you know, and it yeah. has a different perspective of things. It's it, like in the the w- way, like it's I have
0: been accused, Dave. To be fair, I have been accused, and I hold my hands up, and I still think that some of this is true. I have been accused of being a bit of a sleeper in terms of a uh, being a bit of a gym cornet sometimes. So you know what? The difference with me and Jim, though is that i'm open to change so okay do you know what i mean well
1: there's so much out there like to be exactly out out there to check out as well so so believe me it'll be spot for choice
0: well that's it that's exactly it and i mean i'm doing a lot of that now with this podcast now i'm going back and i'm looking at some of the stuff that i'm not the biggest fan of a lot of it you know yeah and but i'm also a big fan of a lot of it (laughs) you know
1: and and you're in that position now as well, like yourself, like, you know, like you're open, as you mentioned, to trying out, know, like not just on New, New Japan and like what we are doing at the moment, but also all the great indie promotions, like not just in America, like you have like PWG, but then you have Progress and ICW over in, in the UK, like there's so much to check out yeah. but at the same time and, and like checking out. Well, yeah, but, yeah, but don't, don't forget, like all these guys who paved the way, like as you mentioned. Dynamite Kid and Tiger Mask who in your opinion has perfected a certain style of wrestling to, Yeah. Which is so over right now.
0: Yeah, exactly, exactly. Um you know, I'm I'm i guess the reason I always bring Dynamite in is I'm I'm really close with uh, well when I say close, I'm I'm good friends with uh, with his brother and mm-hmm. um his brothers um kids are now they made their debut not so long ago. And they're only kids like they're only oh, they're really? literally like 16, 17, yeah, I think so. <laughs> he's gonna correct me. I'm actually gonna get them on the show um with cool. with the brother. Um now Mark awesome. Mark Billington Dynamite's brother, um he 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 he's gonna come on at some point. Um, okay. hopefully. He he had a bit of a he had a bit of a health problem there a little while back. And as, we, and as we know, I'm always getting updates on how Tom's condition is, and Tom mm-hmm. is not very well at the moment at all. But one of, the, one of the things that brought like the biggest smile to my face, I think, in, in wrestling in 2017 was mm-hmm. seeing Dynamo Kid's nephews, basically, making their debut as a tag team. You know, they'll know it wasn't the best wrestling match of all time i know it wasn't the best wrestling match of all time and their dad knows right. it wasn't but they're getting trained by marty jones who wow. who is you know absolutely phenomenal and they've been they've been there with, with john moss as well right. um so they're getting the right kind of training well, but,
1: that's, that, you can't get better training than that like it, in the uk especially
0: exactly so it actually did bring a little bit of a tear to my eye to kind of go, wow, mm. this is the next generation of the Billingtons. Here we go. <laughs> you know, it's, it's awesome. And so I'm going to try and get the to two of them on with their dad as well. And they can yeah, talk a little bit, a awesome. little bit about dynamite as well, because, um, yeah. they, they deserve it. Like, and, 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 and people need to, and the reason I'll always keep doing my kid's name going on this show in particular is because mm. he needs to be remembered. WWE doesn't even remember Dynamite Kid, which is ridiculous. The guy is, is pound for pound, probably the best wrestler of all time. Easily, mm, be. Easily. I mean, when, when I hear people saying Kenny Omega is the best wrestler in the world, I'm like, man, you could, he couldn't even hold a candle in ring style now to, to Dynamite Kid. No, he couldn't, you know? You're well, i bet
1: a lot of people who say that. Probably never heard of time of my kids like. For all you
0: know. Exactly, you know exactly, exactly. So therefore, that's why I'm going to bring the name up all the time. So there we go, and okay. uh, and also, best wrestler in Ireland, Paddy Morrow.
1: I no, I've, yeah, I think I agree with you. Like, because um, like um, I've seen a lot of pictures lately that that um, that Paddy's put up on his Instagram. Like, oh, like throwbacks when he was Irish wrestling champion and stuff like yeah. that but he was that
0: you know, good I, I've
1: only got I've only got to see him obviously like towards like like um, when he was in his last room with OTT yeah and um, even then like 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 I'm not sure you knew this but not know this but he got like a great review on um, the Wrestling Observer
0: um, when he was part of the Lads of the Flats was that the match with the kings from the north, or? That's the that's the one exactly. Yeah, apparently yeah. he
1: was raised like saying he was like the the, the general of that match. Like he was. The
0: key he one. was yeah yeah hundred percent. In my like for me, I mean I know this, know this boy since we started. You know we started mm. out together and, I, I I don't think there's. I think um, the only thing that ever held Paddy back was his body. That was it. Mm. He he was everything Fergal was and more. And that's that's saying something, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um he was and, and Fergo will tell you that. <laughs> Fergal will tell you that straight up. Um he, he the, the guy is just do you remember remember that spot in that particular show when he when he starts selling the knee? Yeah. Man, he did not leave that knee alone, did he? <laughs> It was just, it was, You know what I mean. It's true. Like he just did not leave that knee alone. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm just. I, I, I'm a stickler for 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 people like that, and, and and that's why earlier I gave kudos to the young books because um, I I I was like, way to fucking make the rest wrestling world relevant again. Young books. <laughs> keep doing that. <laughs> by selling, their,
1: by selling, by selling themselves under Rangers
0: So yeah, if they come over here and start making jokes again, I'm actually gonna attack them. So. <laughs> 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 I'm, only, I'm only kidding. I'm only kidding. Well,
1: make sure you get bats or something like that, then that way they'll actually be hurt. <laughs> then like, oh you are? <laughs> At least
0: then,
1: if you attack them, then they'll actually settle injuries, so maybe it will
0: work that way. <laughs> maybe they will. Legitimately, they'll be like, right now you sell the go. knee. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Bring, there you or go do you know what? Instead of. In in or just hit them in the back. Do you know what? Instead of attacking them, I'll just attack their opponents and say, now your opponents are actually hurt. No <laughs> now, now they're selling it's, the knees. This. <laughs> this
1: is what I'd like to
0: sell. I <laughs> know. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm I'm playing of course, I'm playing of course. Um yeah, yeah, yeah. so we get on to we were at we were at um we We're at and Ibushi, Yes, yeah, so, we, so we have K E S and Sonata and Evil and Los Granables. I learned it for you.
1: Yes, in Gren- Yes in Yes
0: Yeah So I, d- I did I I I listened back to the last one I was like Yeah Man What the hell was that So I was like, listen like, Just listen to just 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 listen to um
1: the way to see to see says it his his Spanish is spot on actually like he speaks very good Spanish <laughs> I'm, I'm not joking yet. it's because
0: was
1: like it's, good, it's, good, it's from his excursion in Mexico hmm. he pronounces it perfectly and it's, and it's, and I tell everyone this Listen you have problem pronouncing it, um, in- Granables, a eh, Japan Listen to the way Nigel dances it. There's no way you can get it wrong
0: after yeah. that. well, Ingrinables, Ingrinables. That was a, that was a, that was a, um, a four star match.
1: It was. No, I really enjoyed this match. because Yeah, me too.
0: Um, I really enjoyed it.
1: Because I think what was really cool about it is how well, here's Killer Elite Squad almost winning, almost straight away, hitting their Killer Bomb on Evil and who and who's almost dead for the rest of the match. And, and and here's evenlyns now them bringing themselves up almost from the, the, the Majors defeats all the way to bringing them yeah. them to, 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 to win the matches in the end so mm-hmm. so it was really awesome and mm-hmm. what I loved about it as well is that everyone played their strengths yeah. one of those matches where like everyone played their bit and like you know and it's what's kind of weird as well because LiJ especially when they were set up they weren't actually supposed to be faces and here they are being the beloved uh, ones who fought back against the Killer Reid squad, who are the he- heels in this case.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, no, I agree with that. And I thought, like, Sonata and Evil in particular, the persona is just really good. Like, I thought they're... Uh, like, I really kind of tripped out on their, their entrance. Mm. You know, I thought their entrance was absolutely phenomenal. Yeah, no, I, I thought that was a really good match. We got a... Hiroki Goto and Minoru Suzuki, which was, which was given a 4.5, um, star match, so, would you agree with that, or? It's, um, it's definitely
1: a good match, I definitely enjoyed it, like, um, Minoru Suzuki is probably the most sadistic wrestler I've ever seen.
0: Fucking right, um, man, fucking right, like, that, that, we said
1: it, we, we, we said a joke on, on our show, like, you know, like, we saw, like, like I don't know if you've seen Raw this week, but we had Braun Strowman being, um, who pulled down the, the lighting rig on top of Oh, no, we're
0: going to yeah, we're gonna get to that. Yeah, we're going to get to Raw, yeah.
1: And we're thinking, he probably has this cruel streak to him, to myself, I'm thinking to myself, he's, um... And, and just have and, and especially the way that he that, that he just attacks him to myself and he has this these this, this, evil sort of to myself and he's like he's a big Minara Suzuki. Like, <laughs> like about to myself. Like I wouldn't I wouldn't I wouldn't call Suzuki a bit a small Braun strowman, I call Strowman a bit a big Minara Suzuki but Yeah, but no, like Suzuki
0: Suzuki is a you. badass, isn't he? He
1: literally is. Like and he literally he, he enjoys torture. He generally enjoys torture.
0: And the thing so about him is he makes himself well. look ridiculous, doesn't he? On purpose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But when
1: you see, like, 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 even when he even when he tries to pr- pr- provoke his opponents and he, and he encourages to fight back, he taunts even when he does that as well, saying, oh, come on, is that the best you got? He would take the hardest chop in the world, or the, tra- the hardest yeah. chop that Goldberg would give him, and he'd laugh it off
0: like it yeah. was nothing. Yeah.
1: I love that sort of stuff. You know, that's like I love Suzuki for that. That's like for me, he was one. Of my, he was one of my favorite wrestlers to watch last year.
0: Yeah, like, no, um, no, so. I agree. I agree. Now I gotta say we are pushed for time, so I can't okay, spend sorry. two. No, no, that's not your fault. Um, it's actually my fault. Um, purely because, yep, I got to. Uh, I got to abide by POD being rules now. You know these these yeah. things. are have, <laughs> but we got to. Um, we got to talk about the four-way obviously, Osprey, Skrull, Kashida, and Takahashi. Um, Four point seven five rating from from Mister Um Would you agree with that or?
1: It was an excellent match. It, it, like it was definitely at least a, like if I was to rate a match, it was definitely um, close, if not a five star match. Hmm. Because like it was basically spot city, like you know, and 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 you hmm. know, this is the type of match where, it, 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 as I said earlier on. Like, this is the match that the books worked to make um, to, to make the one that would be remembered by. I mean, obviously, it's great that the, the, the books, as you mentioned, there, now seven-time junior tag team champions, but now it gives the attention for these guys to do a complete and utter show. Yeah. And while he was. And the entrances as well, by the way, which. Oh, you know,
0: the, the, the squirrel's entrance, man.
1: <laughs> not, did, did you know that Marty squirrel actually made um, the, 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 those, um, those wings himself, or he was involved in making them? Um, he did, the, did the, he? For the show. He did, yeah. Like, I love how it was advertised by Don Callis. Oh, it was made by the fingers of the people, of the broken off fingers from all those wrestlers. He, like, you
0: know, that put Yeah, it makes sense. No, I, I did like that comment as well, and I thought that was a good, good shout on Don Callis' part. Like,
1: yeah,
0: yeah. Um, Don Callis is an excellent commentator, really. Like, Skrull. Yeah, I, I'm a big fan of Marty Skrull's um, in-ring work. Um, yeah. I, always have been. The only thing, I suppose, sometimes he shouts... <laughs> he shouts the name of it was maybe too much but uh no, he's he, yeah he, he, he's he's phenomenal that was a great match I'd, yeah, i yeah i would say that was as close to a um, in terms of having a like a a fatal four-way as wwe would call it and it's good um, looking as well
1: when you think about it because um, here's Osprey who ends up winning it, and I like Osprey won it. Like I think he's like he for me he was the, the standard performer of that match. He athlete.
0: get he gets a lot of he gets a lot he gets a lot of bad attention as well from a lot of people in terms of just being a spot monkey, yeah.
1: But to be fair, he's as athletic as it gets. Like you know, like oh you know, dude,
0: he's fucking he's, he's ridiculous. He for fun. Like, ridiculous. ridiculous, like, yeah. And, and
1: he's looked so effortlessly. Like, no, and,
0: and he seems like a nice kid too.
1: Um, yeah yeah no yeah He really like i haven't i haven't actually got a chance to talk to him like, no me
0: neither a but times
1: for shows I mean, I mean i got his picture a couple of times for, for shows but like but like um, he seems cool he's but much like, cooler was,
0: than marty scurl anyway <laughs> <laughs> yeah
1: well, i was just i was just saying like you know like obviously like it's, um osprey and scurl's rivalry goes back to, all the way to uh, back to progress like
0: when they were fighting over the title over Squirrel there is pure kayfabe man he's pure no, kayfabe like Absolutely. I've actually met Squirrel on about three occasions, right? Um, and like even even at bars, like where we try to talk, I try to talk to him, and he's just like, "Yeah, mate," and he walk away. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, mate, and I'm I'm going, you know, what? I'm like I'm a five foot nine guy, legit five foot nine. I could whoop your ass, man. <laughs> <laughs> and he's because like, he's very short, as you know. Yeah,
1: he's like five. Seven,
0: oh, seven, he's eight. something like that. And he'll just look like, at me and go, yeah, talk to you later, mate. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking, no, mate. I love it. I love it. I but, love it.
1: But the thing is, as well, that like Skrull has always beaten Osprey for every significant title. Yeah, that he has, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. 100%. There's the progress title. There's the Ring of Honor TV title, and recently the IWGP Junior Heavyweight Title. Yeah. And in this case now, Osprey has now come full circle and has finally beaten his long-term rival. Yeah. For, for Probably the biggest title he's ever won. I personally would have preferred Sagahashi to win that match. I'm a huge Sagahashi fan.
0: Yeah, I know that. Like yeah, yeah, compl- yeah.
1: But but I can't complain for Osprey either. So.
0: No. I kind of wanted Skrull to win it because even though he was mean to me, <laughs> I think it's <laughs> awesome. Because <laughs> I love guys that are kayfabe. <laughs> yeah, right. no, no, no,
1: no, I get how you appreciate it, especially when it's behind
0: the scenes. Like, I love it. Like, uh, And in fairness, maybe he just thought I was a dick. So. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. But uh no, all those guys I love. And then we had Jay White and our boy. Hiroshi uh, Kanahashi, uh, Um this was given a three point seven five. Yeah. Um do you wanna do you wanna take this one or?
1: The thing with this match for me is that, like, um, we only really seen switch. We haven't really seen Switchblade's J. White having a proper. This is actually his first real proper match in the Switchblade
0: character. Yes, yes.
1: Which, it, which you know, it's it, it's a risk in the sense where we don't not really know much about the character. We obviously had all those vignettes gone back to I think it was the G one when it started. Yeah, yeah. But um, it, for me, I find it really strange that they would. Debut the, the debut match for this would be in a Wrestle Kingdom. I think it would have made a lot more sense, or would have certainly benefited White if he had a big match against a rival maybe before the Tanahashi match, the Tanahashi match at Wrestle Kingdom. Like you know, you know, to be fair, it was a very good match. I really enjoyed it, mm. but I just feel that because we didn't know so much about, um, Jay White about, about Jay White going into it, mm. it didn't feel so much that like he was a threat to, ta- to in a well, way, like, even I, though he was working the leg in, in that match,
0: like, you know I mean? Well, I got, a, I got into his character, I will say, um, yeah. I, I, I really, I, the entrance was good, you know, <laughs> oh, it was, yeah, um, and that, for me, like, your entrance either makes it or break you, so, that's true, yeah, um, I thought his entrance was good. I do agree 100% to what you're saying in terms of, like, what I would have done if I was a booker. Mm-hmm. Um, I would have had him beat maybe a couple of Tanahashi's rivals that have maybe beaten him in the past.
1: Or even his allies or something
0: like y- that. Yeah, like sure, like a, sure. Something
1: like a Juice Robinson. Sure. He's associated with the opponents or something
0: like that. Yeah, was, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. Beat, beat some of those guys and, and kind of really kind of, Define the fact that this guy is a legitimate threat, like you know. Indeed, yeah. Um, but yeah, there was no, there was no kind of backstory to that. Like there was no, exactly. there was no kind of right, right. It's just a match for the sake of a match yeah. for Tanahashi to.
1: Pretty much, yeah.
0: To to look good, so yeah, the, the, I kind of agree. I'm, again, like I say, I now don't, to be I, fair, I don't do ratings to be
1: fair to New Japan. They're actually what what they're doing with them now, or certainly after Wrestle Kingdom. Certainly it can seem like 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 this time next year it'll be full circle where there'll be a lot of story because apparently, another thing I didn't mention about New Year's Dash, Kenny Omega offered Jay White to join the Bullet Club, but he, but he turned it down, um, attacking Omega, and believe it or not, and I find this very strange myself when I heard this first time around, he's now yeah. allying himself with chaos.
0: Yeah, 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 well, yeah sure.
1: But the thing is about it now, and now he's going after Kenny Omega for the U.S. title. That's that will be them two at um, New Beginning, um, which is happening at the end of the month in February. Um, but I, but the thing is, I find it very. I, I, I get how it makes sense because, like, but the way I see it, like that White has put himself as a mercenary essentially for chaos. Sure. Yeah, a yeah, yeah, yeah. Member, if that makes sense. He's basically there. He basically has allies to back him up against the Bullet Club, which is actually very smart when you think about it. Yeah. But here's him saying to Omega at that press conference when he joins. Just so you know, we're fighting each other. <laughs> 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 so yeah. So so it's smart, but it's it's confi- it's like. Like, like just considering
0: the way they do their stables in Japan, I just think it, 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 it's different. But this this like this kind of this kind of segues into though like into the next match because like I listen to um I listen to Jericho's um, podcast with uh with Kenny Omega, you know the oh, latest I mean, one. Li- yeah, I haven't listened
1: to
0: it. Yeah, I mean to listen. To yeah, I've been right. listening to it. So I won't give anything away. Of you course. know, um, I won't give any spoilers. Spoiler alert, motherfuckers. Don't go to Jericho's podcast now and just start listening to that so <laughs> no, but they, 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 Omega basically says as well, because of the company that owns New Japan, yeah, very similar to the way you know Disney would own a lot of stuff now yeah. um it's like they forget that the stars are the stars, you know, mm-hmm. the guys that have got them to the dance basically are not necessarily getting treated as well as they should you know mm-hmm. and I don't mean that in that way that's not the words that were used in the, in, in, in this particular example but yeah um, that's what I got from it you know oh, okay Um, I think that's probably the most fair way of saying it isn't it um, yeah of course. But I think, no, Jay White, for me, like, he he absolutely has something, and he's got something really good. He's got that kind of dark persona. He reminds me almost of a, um, there's a band um, called, man, the the singer died only not so long ago. Chris Cornell? No, it wasn't Chris Cornell, but it was, um, damn, it's going to come to me later on. It'll come to me later on. Um, he, has
1: a bit, he, he has a weird, like, it's almost, like, he reminds me of weird, weirdly of, um, he has a sort of, I don't know, he reminds me slightly of Heath Ledger's version of the Joker. Yeah,
0: yeah, no, I can see what you're saying there, actually, because he has got that very dark persona, hasn't he? And I think yeah, he absolutely. does, and I think he's onto something with that gimmick, actually. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Like he's onto something. W- w- what I'm course. talking about here, this is purely booking. I think, yeah. I think it's purely a booking thing. I think if I had a Jay White in my hands, and I was saying, and someone said to me, "Right, book him," because he's gonna have a match with Tanahashi, okay. you know, in a month or two months or whatever. Mm-hmm. The way I would do it would literally be like what I said. If I would take Tanahashi's foes, the guys that he's beaten, the guys that he hasn't beaten, right. the guys that he could not beat. And I would have Jay White beat them with ease. Not even with ease in terms of you know. I don't mean like a like a like a there's jobber a type match. thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Almost, that almost, that but
1: almost like almost dominate the majority of
0: dominate the majority of the match exactly. It's
1: an even match. Like it, it just, Like it's almost like it, it's like a long match. It's like a long enough match, but it's one of these ones where it seems like there's there's no edge. Uh, that, that, or or or, that or white christian you know, edge in the entire match there's no there, there, it, it's 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 not that like like white, like white would have all the skill. Yeah and uh, it wouldn't be any equality whatsoever, it wouldn't come down to heart yeah. anything like that. Yeah. Basically White would just have everything um beyond everyone else.
0: He would always be exactly. one step ahead. yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly, yeah, Yeah. Um, would would you agree?
1: Yeah, like, as I said, like, he has plenty, he has so much potential, especially, as you said, with that character, like, and especially now the way he's has been booked after Wrestle Kingdom, with this thing now, with, with Omega, and aligning himself with Chaos, like, who knows, like, I, 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 I hope for some awesome things with him, really though.
0: Yeah, no, I, I think, um, I mean, White for me was a new, a new name to me, actually, mm-hmm. um, like I said at the start, I don't, I don't pretend to know everything, so, um, a lot of a lot of these guys were, were new to me, so therefore, I um, I kind of wanted to see what they'd done beforehand. Jay White okay. was somebody that stood out to me, um, and uh, well, Jay, yeah. Well, well,
1: well, 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 Jay White. Before this, he was involved. He he. he he, he was involved in the Young Line system, like in, in Japan. Yeah. So, and he did his excursions over in Ring of Honor. Like, that's how he um, certainly. I'm not sure if he didn't really get his switchback character. That was sort of given to him when he
0: came back to New Japan. Yeah. But it's certainly when he branched
1: off and wrestled all around the world.
0: Yeah. Like, he made an appearance in OTT, actually. I'm not sure you know this. Like, he was no, no, no,
1: girl at the first uh, National Stadium show okay. last year. okay.
0: Yeah. Uh, well, well, that's like awesome. Back as well. Which. You know what, this brings us on to uh, to the main event. Which one? The co-main event.
1: Oh <laughs> no, 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 let's be clear here, before we move on. This,
0: we uh, talked about this anyway, didn't we? Yeah, but it,
1: like for me... There always is going to be one man event. I like for me. I don't. I, don't really, I really don't like when they say, "Oh, it's command events." Or well, a you
0: said that. Events. You said that. That you so wanted it. You did. Yeah, you like, did say know. that. You did say this. I remember you said it, and you were very, very, very clear and articulate about how you wanted this to go. <clears throat> yeah. You wanted it to be either Jericho and Omega was main event, or it was going to be Okada and NATO. So so let's 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 come on to the the pre main event then can okay. we call it that?
1: Okay, between Jericho and uh, and.
0: and Kenny Omega, know. um, right. <sighs> How do we start this one? Um, for me. Mm-hmm. Phenomenal. It, yeah,
1: yeah, I couldn't agree more.
0: It's the only word I have because. The only reason I can call it phenomenal is because I know I knew that these guys were working on the fly, and it's been it's been solidified on Jericho's next podcast that they were working mm-hmm. on the fly. Um, yeah. f- phenomenal, man. Phenomenal. Which is
1: amazing when you think of it that way as well. It really, is. yeah.
0: It was a 30, morning, 38 so. minute match, I think, or something along 30, them lines.
1: It was a thirty five minute match. Yeah. Okay.
0: Yeah. So there we go. That's uh, that's Jericho giving himself an extra three minutes. <laughs> <laughs> We're including entrances, man. <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> like what
1: blew me away about this match is that like like it just blew away every expectation
0: I had. I'm open. The by the way, just so you know, guys, uh, I'm opening the beer for this conversation now. Okay. Yeah. Now, there we. Well, I'm having a beer now. Just, just so. I, hey, man! It's been a long week, so I'm opening the beer no. at 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 ten thirty at night. So there we go. There you go. Uh, I want to. I want to hear your interpretation of this match. Um, okay. And then, you know, I I will. I will go with mine. So go for it, bro.
1: Well, I was well, as was saying, like I had a lot of worries about this match, like especially considering, as I said before, like here's Jericho coming in he, at forty seven years old. It's his first New Japan match in twenty one years. Crazy. I, he he's probably so used to the WWE style um, yeah. or so for, or, or or that's how he obviously that he's been wrestling lately, and I just thought to myself. God, how on earth is he going to wrestle? Like, like, is it going to be all Omega, or is it going to be double thing And by God, it answered every question and more. Yeah, like, And especially when he, as he said, like, he worked everything on the fly. It was an astonishing performance from both of them. It really was. There's a few niggly bits I have to say, though.
0: Okay, go for this it. Match. Yeah, go but for one
1: it. One thing that confused, and you probably probably confused you as well, at the start, when you have a no-disqualification match, what's the point for rope break?
0: okay i've seen this on um on yeah. the irish wrestling forum as well yeah and uh, my good my good brother ted i think cleared this up for people okay um now the way the japanese do it i know it's a 20 count it well that's historically it's a 20 count anyway yeah um and <laughs> yeah, there should be no kind of count outs and stuff like that. So it did confuse the absolute shit out of me, man. I got to be honest. It did. So.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. We're talking about the match at the time, so I'm not going to try and clear anything up for anybody. Um it still doesn't make sense to me, so. Mm. So the,
1: that yeah,
0: and if I- and but eventually they just they, they just dropped it. Like after
1: that, like you know, like like um, like really, like like the rope, like like when they had the rope break at, at first, like they, they, it was almost like well, there's nothing I can do. Like you know, you might as well try and counter out of it. But then like it was a huge factor then towards the the long the home stretch towards the match where I think. Jericho had like the the walls of Jericho and to make it where he almost won. I think the, like I think it was like five minutes into, like going into the finish or five minutes yeah. before the finish, like or something.
0: Let like me that. ask you, as a wrestling fan, then yeah, okay. did you um was there at one point where you did not know who was going to win it?
1: I was no, I, honestly, I was I was I would be would have been shocked if Jericho would have
0: won. That I always knew that Jericho was going to put over. Omega. Oh, like, of course. That's yeah. The, that's
1: the whole point of the match. I figured. Like, yeah. The character he he presents himself as. I love the side of Chris Jericho where he's so it's, flipping aggressive.
0: Uh, uh, it's awesome, like, isn't it? You know,
1: it's amazing. Like uh, like that's that's the thing. This is why I think. Because Jericho
0: has so historically been, and I'm sorry to cut across you there, but like oh, congrats, congrats. I'm, and the only reason I'm saying this, uh, Dave, is is purely because, um, I mentioned to you before. Um yeah. I uh, you know when I uh, when was the screw job? The screw job was ninety seven. I was thirteen years old, okay? Right. As soon as Brett because I was the biggest Brett Hartmark yeah. um as soon as Brett went to WCW, that's what I started watching.
1: Okay.
0: And when I started watching it, this blonde haired fucking madman was was on the screen Jericho. You know, talking about you know how there was a conspiracy against him in WCW, and he was going to the White House Library and 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 <laughs> finding you know any reason that he could just to to see why this match was a, was a, was a lie and it didn't happen, and Dean Malenko would just screw them. And I was like, this guy is fucking awesome. I know, yeah. And I mean, I was. So, but- probably 14 at that point and since then i've been a jericho fan so when i actually it's crazy because like the the, the guys that people now love from wwe folklore are the guys that i start watching in wcw um, and that's the truth you know that's 100 percent the truth um, and yeah. benoit i know we're not probably allowed to mention him but benoit dean malenko eddie guerrero uh yeah. ray mysterio chris jericho um, you know scott armstrong who's now a referee and he was he was a jobber like in, in some of those matches yeah, no, no. and like literally these guys have stayed with me since then in the sense that like i've always kind of known who these guys are and who these guys aren't Um, so from i, I think my upbringing on, on watching pro wrestling was very very different to everybody else's um in the sense that i was lucky enough to have an uncle that had uh, tnt you know uh, and tbs but what the point i'm trying to make in a roundabout way is watching jericho come from that okay to where he is now Mm. holy shit like that's all i can say is holy shit especially
1: especially when you see where he was last, um, last year yeah, he was having his his great storylines with Kevin Owens.
0: Oh man, festival of friendship!
1: And <laughs> it was brilliant to watch. Yeah, it was, yeah. Uh, it was Jericho at his best, but and the thing, but the thing is though, when you saw the whole rivalry come to full bloom with Kevin Owens, yeah, and and all this hype that went into the match at last year's WrestleMania. It was a good match, but it felt like it was a worked match more than a spectacular match. Yeah,
0: yeah, sure, sure, Jer- sure.
1: J. Jericho and, yeah. and Omega. And that's why I think Jericho, I think, at the moment, certainly if he wants to wrestle again, he's way better off staying in New Japan because this side of him, especially um, like you know, all this aggression that he shows, this suits him way more. And, and yeah. not only that... He's putting over the guys like like Omega here in the process. Yeah, like it's it, 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 like I I I, I wonder to myself can Jer- can Jericho possibly get better than he was last year? He can, G- and he just did.
0: Well, I I, I, I believe I believe I'll tell you what I'll tell you what, Dave. Hmm. This is gonna be you, you know what because I think me and you are onto something here. Um, right. Let 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 us take a little two minute break. Okay. And um, we're going to come back to that, because I think that's absolutely awesome. Purely because I have an idea, and I want to see okay. if you agree. So, let me, uh, let's me let have a two-minute break, and we'll come back to that, all right? All right, cool. So, yeah, so, man, look, I guess, you know, there's probably been about a million podcasts made about it already. With Jericho yeah. probably even on the fucking show, talking about how yeah. good they are, so... All we can do as fans is just say that was absolutely, it was awesome, and I know D- Dave they uh, Meltzer gave it a five star rating, so. Mm-hmm. Um. Again, I, I still don't think it was five star rating though. No, um,
1: I, I think it was it was it was definitely worth the fight. definitely up there in terms of. The match, Especially more so because It, it just exceeded all expectations And so when you have a match like that I think it deserves to be up there
0: sure. No I was going to say it was a 6 star rating Because if that's what he's going by With, with the matches that um, Omega has had Against Okada Then yeah. it deserves 6 so. so yeah 100% man 100% the story they told Was better than any story That's been told um, This year So that's that's my personal Opinion on it Okay. Um, I, I, I'll
1: I be honest with you, I won't agree with you on that Because I think the main event had a way better story In my opinion, when, over, when you take the whole picture
0: Hey, know, but no, but I haven't got on to the main event You haven't heard me saying what rating I'd give the main event Okay I'd have given it 7 stars Okay Yeah And I'll tell you why Because it was beautiful The only oh thing goodness. that annoyed me about it Was Okada was wearing them stupid long <laughs> uh, that bothered me. <laughs> it like for a while, okay? I couldn't get into it. I couldn't get into it. Oh uh, yeah. No, no, here's, uh, here's,
1: uh, me and Dara are watching the show in Buskers. Here's him saying, "Oh, it looks like Shawn Michaels."
0: It yeah, looks like he looked like Shawn Michaels. <laughs> I'm going to ask Shawn Michaels that question on Monday. I I am going to meet Shawn Michaels on Monday, which is, which is crazy. Oh, awesome. As as a, as a Bret Hart fan, imagine. Um, so yeah, you can only imagine what I'm going to ask Sean Michaels um, but don't, don't hold back don't hold back I'm sure he won't be hit out. you'll have no problem I, I think I'd whoop his ass in any given time if I needed to anyway to be fair but uh, <laughs> <laughs> no I mean come on we're talking about one of the best the, the yeah. second best of all time in my opinion <laughs> Fine, <Brett. laughs> of course I'm a Brett guy yeah. but no all joking aside well, that, yep. that's not a joke that is my opinion Um and I think they are the two guys that you will always have someone disagreeing on. I think Brett and Sean are the two best of all time. It's simple as that. It's hard to argue that it really is like you you can't argue it like um no, I don't know. I think my question for Sean would just be like, man, why didn't you just stick with the tights because they were just so much better on you." <laughs> I think that's my question. Yeah,
1: <laughs> Don't, no, no, fair, that's a very fair question. I'm not sure he gets asked that. So you'd be surprised.
0: Maybe he does, but he probably has a very good answer. And it. then I'll just follow it up by, can you just tell the people that you're listening to Dynamo's Dozen? There you go. <laughs> you're listening to Dynamo's Dozen. I'm Sean Michaels. Hopefully. There you go. If he tells me to fuck off, well then, you know, <laughs> it's going to be a problem. Nah, not at all. Um, yeah, so we get on to Okada and Naito. I know because this yeah. is this was your baby, wasn't it? Oh,
1: just just for me, this match was like you know, although I was one thing I have to say about this match, and it, you probably heard this so many times from so
0: everyone <clears> else who's <throat> talked about this. About sure. Podcast. Go ahead, yeah. Dave Meltzer himself. This was a fantastic
1: match. The story was perfect. The, like when you consider, like this was this was the, this this was this match happened four years ago at Wrestle Kingdom uh, eight, I think it was. Wrestle Kingdom nine, sorry, at no, Wrestle Kingdom eight, I think it was. I'm not sure which one, but never whatever the case, um, and that's when Naito wasn't as over. Then he was sort of like the Roman Reigns, if you like, of oh, New Japan, where they were trying to push him, but he wasn't getting over. Sure. And then now and now he's had all this. He's changed his character, and he has and. He's basically, and even when he had all these other top championships before, like when he was Intercontinental Champion, he would just rubbish it away because it represented, Intercontinental title represented, like, how he wasn't in the main event of that, of that Wrestle Kingdom because it was changed to the popular votes. So all the story gone into this match, and him being over as... Eh uh, fuck! I forgive
0: me for swearing I'm not once. No, swear. you're allowed to swear. This is that, that's the thing about the only you can swear as <laughs> well, f- much by as you far
1: want and away. He was by far and away the most overman that entire cards. Like if you hear the ovation when he came out there. Yeah. Like he was he, he was the man. He was the guy to go over. So as much as I love this match, I can't under I, 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 I suspiciously agree with disagree with the booking. I think this was him Major sounded in the title.
0: Really? So, so you th- Well, to be honest with you, man, like not knowing the whole story, watching the match as the story unfolded to me, okay? Yeah. Um, I thought NATO. Nido- I I thought it was NATO. Yeah.
1: When you consider the fact that, like,
0: you know how popular he is, like, I just think this is. And he st- the spit, man. That was that was intense.
1: Yes. And the thing is, as well, like he, like I, I what well, I feared the most out of this outcome now, and it's probably just my, my, my a niggly feeling because because I just feel that Naito, is at his peak right now, in terms of where he is, in terms of him like being the, the probably the 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 behind the the top star in all of all of New Japan, you could argue, um, being the most popular wrestler there, being the leader of probably the most over group in Japan in L.I.J. Yeah. And so everything was there, but he, he didn't become champion. Yeah. Like, you know, like, no, don't no be wrong. It was a fantastic, fantastic match. It's as perfect as a main event as you can get, almost. Mm-hmm. But, like, I, I just wondered to myself, hmm, like, I wonder, like, I wonder, I wonder, I wonder, here's a curious question I'd ask you, actually. Do you think. I'll tell you what, here's, here's
0: your chance now to ask you more right, questions. No, this, Go this, for this, it. This
1: is just to start off, and I'm going to ask you more in a few minutes. But, okay. like, um... Me and Dara were talking about this on the show. Do you think that Dave Meltzer would have given this a higher rating? He gave a four point five for this. Mm-hmm. Do you think he would give a higher rating if Naito? Were? Yeah, definitely.
0: Yeah, definitely. Yeah, hundred percent.
1: I hate that, that. That's the thing. Like, as much as as great as a match as this is, do you like, I, I, I hate to think that it would be like it would be diff- it would be a different
0: rating be- uh, over the outcome. It, sh- it shouldn't matter, like, sometimes, in my opinion. No, no, no. You, case, yeah, but you're sure right, better. though. But, like, I mean, you have the exact same opinion as Dave Meltzer has, just because, mm. just because, I mean, you do the same job as he does.
1: Well, I'll get paid for it, so.
0: <laughs> no, he gets but, uh, paid for it. I don't know how, but he does. So, you know, his ratings don't necessarily mean that yours are wrong, you know? Yeah. So, yeah, uh, no, I, I,
1: I, 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 no. No, but as I said, I disagree with him thinking that Omega and Jericho was the best match in his cards. It was a fanta- both fantastic, both were fantastic matches. It's almost impossible to compare. So I don't envy and um, Dave. Meltzer well, I think I think compare.
0: what killed it for me. Um, I think th- I think what killed the main event for me. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't mean killed, but um, I think the reason that I think um, maybe Omega and Jericho was a bit better. Was because of the, uh, the 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 lack of false finishes. I think there was too many false finishes within the within oh, really? the main, yeah within the main event. I'm not a false finish guy. Like I I do like them, but they should be they should be very rare. They should be like gold dust, you know, um, as in like they should be just literally kept to the minimum, and I think that's maybe the only reason. Um, it's the only thing reason I can think of. If I was to find a flaw, you know, in the I, match, I,
1: I see where you're coming from. Yeah.
0: you know, that's not me saying that the match was flawed. That's me trying to nitpick, I guess.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's just yeah.
0: Um, in the match, because I mean, I, 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 I've said to you before, didn't I, that um, mm. I think Okada is, is is um, the third best wrestler in the world behind uh, Finn Balor and AJ Styles, so.
1: In my opinion,
0: he's number one. Well, yeah, yeah, that's me saying he's number one. But if Finn yeah. Balor and AJ Styles were in New Japan, then they would be number one. So, um,
1: yeah, that's a, that's a, that's that's fair assessments maybe.
0: Well, yeah, I mean, you, you've seen Finn Balor against Okada, haven't you? I have, yeah, I have. Yeah. it was, it was, it, was, it, was re- it
1: was when the Bullet Club was,
0: was
1: starting to get more popular.
0: Exactly yeah, when he came out like of the when he came out of the coffin, like, yeah, yeah it's. I think this yeah. is uh, no, no, actually, no. That he was against. Um, oh no, he um, wasn't.
1: For that match.
0: Yes, sorry, that was my fault. That was my fault because I had that written yeah. down. That is completely my fault. So, sorry, Fergal. Yeah. <laughs> um, who's Fergal? Um, no, welcome, Fergal, <laughs> we we uh, no, but a hundred percent. I I I um I I think I think it was just. Look, I think it was the best match of the night myself, purely mm-hmm. because it was just a straight up wrestling match. I think what Omega and Jericho sold to me was just amazing. I mm-hmm. um, think possibly the best two, two, two matches that I've seen coincide in each other in a long time. Oh, um. yeah. Yeah, it's hard, isn't it? Like you can't really like you, 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 would go, you'd go long and hard to find a uh, to find a different one. But tell you what, let's get in, getting off uh, Wrestle Kingdom because we could we could talk about that all night. To be fair, yeah. Well, um, small thing
1: I just bring up with that Sure, you, go ahead, man. And, and, and it's actually concerning the people involved in those those two last two matches. Okay, go for it, man. One other thing that, like, you, you, again, you you mentioned how you haven't talked about you haven't heard much about New Year's Dash. Here's another thing that happened in New Year's Dash. Hmm. Jericho attacked Naito.
0: Yes, yes, yes. That was what I was going to bring up next, but yeah, go for it, okay, man. Okay, sorry. No, okay. go for it, go no, for, it.
1: for it. Well, um, well, uh, there's no match that's going to be made for just yet, I and mean, to be honest with you, that is such a huge match. That, like That's probably seconds to, like, to, to probably Jericho and Omega, in my opinion, that they're better off saving that match to probably Dominion, which is probably their, 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 their summer sign, if you like. Yeah. Like um, that's going to be happening in July, I think, or, or in Osaka.
0: So like, they're probably going to save it for them, maybe. Well, I'll say the I'll say the the, the positive thing that I was going to say about Omega actually as well, because I know you were looking forward to this, because you know I'm always giving out.
1: Yeah.
0: I still don't think Omega is number one in the world. Okay. Um, not even nearly for me. Okay.
1: Okay.
0: But he went a long way. To really kind of solidifying the fact to me that yeah, he's awesome. Do you know? Yeah. Um and, and what really sold it for me was Jericho's podcast with him. He's actually a nice guy, you know?
1: Oh yeah.
0: And I can see what he's trying to do now. That's that's I guess that's like anything for me. I'm I'm trying to see what the guy behind the persona is trying to do. Yeah and i can he see what he's i can fight. yeah i can see what he's trying to do now and i'm like all right okay i got you i'm with you now mm. you know i'm 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 on your side now not 100% but i'm on your side mm. so um yeah that's uh, i think Kenny Omega is is great but i you know when i'm reading these storylines that Kenny Omega is the only wrestler you need to be watching no mm-hmm. no because those same stories three years ago were said about Prince Devitt.
1: Yeah.
0: Um. And I'm sorry, but Kenny Omega cannot even lace Prince Devitt's boots when it comes to matches. I'm sorry. It's 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 it's, and that's a fact. I Let's mean, put this way then. Let's
1: put this way then. Although I I agree with you. That like um I like I think that Omega getting to, to getting to maybe the the, the the level of a Finn Balor is is so far. Hmm. By God, he's getting closer and closer.
0: Do you know what? The way you yep. worded that, I couldn't. I, I can't disagree with you on that.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I'm with you on that. A hundred percent. A hundred percent
1: he's come a long way as you said
0: absolutely and you know what watching that match with Jericho I just went alright you've got me now you've got me Um, but to say that he is better than an AJ Styles or Finn Balor no he's definitely
1: better than AJ Styles AJ
0: AJ Styles Styles is the best wrestler on the planet Mm. AJ 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 Styles AJ Styles is the closest thing that there's been to a Bret Hart or Shawn Michaels
1: Oh, totally. I, told, you, I couldn't agree with you more. You know,
0: so... Know. Like, he's a complete package. So Meltzer needs to kind of realize, I think, that, you know, come on, there is still guys like this here. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, well, I, the I, thing is, though, like, like as I,
1: as, we, as I said to you before, like, I think, like, Meltzer,
0: like, as well, like, he has a soft spot for New Japan. Of course well, he does. Know. Of course he, he... He's a good journalist. He's a good journalist. Yeah.
1: Yeah, and to be fair, I've developed a bit of a soft spot for them myself, but I'll I'll still see I'll call what I see and and hope for the best, like, for anything that like that goes on WWE, especially for the likes of um, Finn Balor and AJ Styles and whoever else. Well we're gonna
0: we're gonna finish with that. We're gonna finish with that, right? Because um, we've got Raw coming up. Well but the Raw last week was awesome and I mean you can R- tell R- you R- can R- tell R- yeah. you can tell basically after what's happened with, with, with Wrestle Kingdom that Vince has decided that yeah it's a good idea to get the Ballard Club in effect. Yeah. Um and a lot of people are trying to a lot of a lot of stupid news companies are trying to say like, Oh, it's only a mirage, don't be worrying because look, they they spent more time on the Miz and and uh, the you know, the the shield at the end of the show that it did on the Bullet Club. Like, it was just a default thing. And that's probably possible as well. Mm. But the fact is, now that they've actually given the Ballard Club, we'll call them, yeah. the ball. They are going to take it and run with it. And Vince will have no choice but to make it a thing. He has to. I mean, yep. like, like, like,
1: I can only see good thing. Yeah. For this as well. yeah, me too. So,
0: like, you can you know, tell like, Finn yeah. is going to turn heel at some point in 2018. Oh, it has to happen. Even but the way, even even, even the way he was talking, man. Like anybody that said Fergal can't talk. Sorry, Finn uh, can't talk.
1: Yeah, can call it's it's we call we
0: call him Fergal. Of course, we call him Fergal. We're in Ireland. Yeah. Um, anybody that says he can't talk, just just watch him on Raw. Like it. It was just perfect, and he had that old school bullet club Prince Devitt kind of persona about him. Yeah. Just a little bit. Would you not agree? Just a it's little bit. He was snide. Yeah. He was snide, and he was making jokes to fucking, um, what's his name. Um. To Jason. Yes. Yeah. yeah and it was just it was real i don't know i found it real kind of yeah this is this is the start now this is the beginning you know and uh, i think i think this because i mean that's the original bullet club and it's i think it's basically Vince going you know what fuck these these bullet club guys they're not mine so therefore i'm going to promote my own and uh well i hope that's the case anyway
1: yeah, no, definitely, it's definitely something to, that, has a, that has a lot of potential, especially going into 2018, like, you
0: know,
1: yeah, where, um, here, here, here we are saying to ourselves, like.
0: He's hey, my pick for the Rumble, by the way. You think so? Yep.
1: Do you, you, you really, would you, is you know, I'm
0: dealing with my heart, don't
1: you? That's understandable, that's very understandable, but here's the thing as well, and this is, like, I think it's almost set in stone, more or less. That's gonna be Brock and, and Reigns for Universal Title at WrestleMania.
0: Or do we like it or not? And yeah, but I, yeah, but I think I think Fergal's gonna challenge um, AJ. Oh, oh, really? Yeah.
1: Like, w- 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 so how will that work then? Like, would he have to go to uh, SmackDown? To yeah,
0: because don't forget the 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 Rumble winner can pick whatever um whatever title they want to go for. So.
1: True. Oh, yeah, that's a very good point. But there's also rumors of Nakamura when the Raw Rumble from Challenge against I,
0: I, I don't, I don't think Nakamura even, I, I, I don't even think he comes close to Fergal when it comes to.
1: <laughs> still, you still, you still want to see that match, so. Oh
0: no! Here, man. If Nakamura wanna, that's a that's a great substitute for me. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. There's also, look,
1: I also heard, I also heard rumors of him turning heel, um, against AJ for WrestleMania.
0: Yeah
1: have interesting too whatever well, happens
0: of course well do you know what man I think we're going to leave it at that because we are okay. going to have a, a a Royal Rumble um, podcast I think cool. after the Rumble yeah let me right give me your top three guys that you think can win it and I'll give you my top three
1: well as I mentioned in Nakamura like, you know, I j- like. No, no, I'm basing my my, my picks quite simply on the fact that Ray, it's 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 most likely that Reigns and Brock are going to be the main event, for the, or not the main event, but certainly for the universal title. Okay, and, and because of that, right. Because the very next pay per view um, that 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 Smack, that Raw are doing is an Elimination Chamber. Where yeah. I think it's very likely they'll decide number one contender in the Nation Chamber match, which I imagine Roman Reigns will win.
0: Which I think that, B- Balor is going to be that, involved in that too.
1: Yeah, very much indeed. Yeah. Yeah. And because of that, that will basically think okay, surely then someone from SmackDown will win us. Straight away, you think Nakamura. Like, um, like, like, if if anyone out of the SmackDown roster you'd, you'd want to see AJ against more than anyone from me, it would definitely be Nakamura. The Shadow of the doubt. That'd be mean. Like, no, I I love the, the idea of Balor just, just saying, you know, "Fuck, I'm on Rob, I'll transfer WWE title." That's actually would be awesome. Tree but, way, um, a treeway way. Oh my god!
0: There that we would, go. Let me just throw that way. Let me just throw that out there.
1: why not
0: Yeah. Would you like that? that
1: I have to say, to believe now, I don't think that's beyond my imagination to believe <laughs> from a Switcher man. So, <laughs> but um, yeah. So go with Nakamura as my top pick. But if I went for substitutes, it's
0: tough, actually, isn't it? Yeah. Um, Do you want
1: mine? Yeah, go for it.
0: Balor? Mm-hmm. Nakamura? Mm-hmm. Or Batista? Batista? I
1: heard rumours
0: he's coming back, but you really think they'd push him to win the Rumble? No, I'm just doing that to annoy people. <laughs> oh, <geez>. <laughs> <laughs> No, After last time. I know, I know, I know. <laughs> Daniel Bryan is my third big. Okay. Yeah.
1: Do you really
0: think he come back for the rumble? Yeah. I don't. I don't think WWE want to let him go.
1: Here's one actually, the Undertaker.
0: Yeah, great show. Great show. Maybe even John yeah. Cena, man. Maybe even John Cena. Yeah.
1: There's rumors of Cena and Take at WrestleMania. I'd have no so.
0: problem. I'd have no problem with John Cena winning the rumble. I think. Uh,
1: I'd be iffy a personally
0: but I, I know you would uh, but I know you would but like look if it's gonna be any of the big guys I'd like it to be uh, do you know what I would love do you know in a perfect world this is how we're gonna finish this okay okay Um. in a perfect world I would love Undertaker to win the Royal Rumble go to Wrestlemania beat Brock Lesnar and put the title down on Raw the next night and say that's it, that's how I go. And let's let's start the new year afresh. Go WrestleMania four on it. Let's have a fucking tournament. There you
1: go.
0: Yep. You some people might disagree with me, but I think that would be very exciting and I think people would watch it because it's exciting. Yeah. But do you not like, think no, that I mean, would make do you not think that would be the ultimate tribute to the to, it to the would,
1: it, it, defi- it definitely would. Yeah. For me it's just hard to see that and, and, and especially considering that um, the way he went out after last year's WrestleMania. Yeah, but listen,
0: That's man, he's had a year in training. This is what I'm saying Paul Bear isn't there anymore to tell you. The Undertaker has been in the graveyard, he's been shoveling he's been shoveling <laughs> graves all year non-stop his arms are back in pristine condition he's been you know he's been lifting coffins over his head he's been dead <laughs> coffins out of six feet under the grave the man is in the best shape of his life
1: he looks deader, He looks deader than ever
0: and he's got one more matching him
1: okay there you go there you go are you sold um i can I'm I, I'm getting the images in my head, but I think I have to take it off <laughs> so, so
0: like
1: I I'm not sold, but I'm 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 curious. So leave
0: it at that. I'm telling you guys, it, it's 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 um it's something I would do. It's something I would do. It's uh. It would be something out of the blue, and it would not go. It it, it it people would pay to see that man that's uh, here vince if you want me to fucking come work for you come on (laughs) it's it's obvious i can fucking know how to build a six-month program for you give me give me a break (laughs) no i'm kidding i'm kidding bro uh no that was a man i have to say it was an awesome awesome chat with you today um, Thank you very much. We're definitely going to do it again. I think we might do it. We won't do a pre Rumble thing because that's in two weeks. We're going to do an after Rumble thing, I think. Yeah, yeah, that'd be awesome. We'll do an after Rumble thing. This is something that's going to happen. I think It. what I would like is maybe once a month, once every two months, we'll have a little preview, review type thing and um, we'll go from there. And you'll have to get me on your show sometime as well.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Like uh, we, um, we, we're, we're, um, we'll definitely have you on at some stage. Yeah. Like as, as I said you before, like we, we're, 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 we, we had, we had guests on during the show. We'd love to have you on sometime for
0: sure. Well, especially because you never know what two thousand and eighteen is going to bring. Exactly. Dynamo might be somebody that you want to bring on your show anyway.
1: No, nope. I'm, 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 I'm not against that whatsoever. I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm all for it. Like, is all for it as well. So that's it.
0: Uh, of course. I mean, you know, not not in a wrestling capacity. Just me talking about wrestling.
1: <laughs> yeah, of
0: course. That works for us. Works for us, man. Absolutely, my man. And I tell you what. Oh uh, yeah, keep keep training the way, and um, I'm gl- I'm glad to hear that you're doing that. And uh, we will uh, we will definitely talk very 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 soon, Dave. Awesome. Um, thank you very much for coming on the podcast. It's uh, been something I've enjoyed very very much. Um, well over two hours of of good <laughs> wrestling talk.
1: It's been two hours.
0: One hundred and thirty four minutes, my friend. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> it's <laughs> always that the way track. with us, isn't it? That's it, yeah. Losing the track
1: already. Like you just look away. That was two hours already.
0: It's natural. So, it's natural, bro. Yeah, it's natural. There you go. But listen, bro, um, take care of yourself. Um we will uh, we will definitely one thing I do need to mention before we do go, um, because I did have this written down, um and it's not a review or it's a preview. Okay. The upcoming um, wrestling shows that we have within the next month, uh, we've got OTT Contenders 5 Um, in two days, basically, 14th. Yeah. We've got Jordan Devlin. We've got Doug Williams. By the way, anybody who doesn't know who Doug Williams are have been living under a rock. Doug Williams is one of yeah. the original um, uh, UK wrestlers of the last, say, the Noddies that that was the Noddies we call it. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, That has been one of the one of the standout wrestlers um of that time. Dave Mastiff, and there's more to more to come. That's going to be in the National Stadium for four PM. Tickets are still available, I do believe, on Eventbrite for fourteen euro and three cent. Um Then we've got on February the second my boys, Five Factory Pro Wrestling, Episode 3, Dive Hard, Dive with a Vengeance. Tickets are €10. Euro and um, so far confirmed for that show are Jordan Devlin, Irish Junior Heavyweight Champion. Mm-hmm. Um, There's going to be a big announcement on that show as well. Um, none of us okay. know what it is. Um, The Man man 2 OTT for OTT, Justy, Mm -hmm. is going to be on the show. Um, We've also got the feminist icon, Katie Harvey, LJ Cleary, Phil Boyd, Alexander Dean, Michael May, Nathan Martin, Be Cool, Darren Kearney, Lady Valkyrie. Um, That show is going to be at the Sean O'Casey Community Centre, St. Mary's Road, East Wall at 7 p.m. Um, tickets are only 10 euro. The last show that they've done sold out 220 people pretty much instantly. So I, I would recommend if you go on to Eventbrite and you still have the opportunity to get a ticket, I would recommend getting a ticket right now. Um, because when you go to a fight factory show, you're going to see some of the most amazing wrestling. Um, from the most established wrestlers in the country and the most amazing up-and-coming wrestlers in the country so absolutely Um, that would that would be my take on those two shows um dave
1: no i can i couldn't agree more like i think more than anything as well like you know both shows show like how how bright the future is of Irish wrestling yeah you see guys who are coming up like likes of Nathan Martin, Darren Kearney, Michael May who, are, who, who some of them are actually you wouldn't realise this actually. Michael May and Darren Kearney—they're still inside their first year of wrestling. Yep. Which, you, which, which, which yep. if you see their quality of matches already, it's hard to believe. Here's Darren Kearney, for example. who just came back from training with Lance Storm over in Calgary. Yep. Like, and and has made a huge impression over there. Like, um, so, like, they're really an LJ LJ Clary. Like, I, I can't say enough things about him he's, he's like he's, an, he's such an
0: excellent excellence here if I jack- want to uh, you know what if there was one reason I would come back to wrestling it's to put him in his place actually oh really oh yeah because he is just too awesome and I'm he jealous just, I'm just jealous just cool I'm jealous of LJ Cleary he's, he's he's that good Um, he, he really is phenomenal um, the kid and, and you know what he's actually a gentleman
1: yeah, he's such a, Yeah, he, he, he's he's so he's so even when I was training, when I'm like um when I first started in the gym in East well, he was very helpful to, for everyone who was there. Like so, he's, not only that, he's like he's very humble as well. So. I know. I
0: tried. I tried to call him out there on some beef, but uh, there's no beef. I just think he's awesome. It's <laughs> okay to be jealous. Don't worry. I'm not really <laughs> jealous. I'm not really jealous. Don't worry. This is Dynamo's dozen. How could I be jealous? Are you kidding me? Oh, no. But you know what? He is a guy that I'm gonna have on the show very, 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 very soon. So awesome. um Do you wanna know next week's guest actually while you're here? Uh, might as well. Okay. So it's actually round two of Ricky Knight.
1: Okay,
0: cool. But I'm gonna have Ricky Knight and his good wife on as well.
1: Awesome.
0: Yes, so it's gonna be I'm gonna be interviewing Ricky Knight um along with yeah <laughs> you, you know exactly how good she is so yeah so i've got um Sweet araya and uh and ricky knight on next week Paige's mom and dad as as people may or may not know there is a movie coming out later this year hopefully hopefully it's this year i'll find out the dates um where it's been produced by The Rock, it's literally all about their life. Mm. And I mean, if The Rock is producing something, you know it's good. You know what I mean? If he's um, involved in anything, really, it might be good. So. Yeah, anything The Rock's involved in is good, isn't it? Mm. So, Absolutely. I mean, The Rock could go to New Japan and make it awesome too.
1: <laughs> Probably
0: could. Yeah, Sheriff, there's
1: rumors of him for presents. So <laughs> yeah,
0: a hundred percent. I mean, The Rock. Let's not forget, The Rock is one of the best, best guys. But I mean, look, there, there there's rumors that uh, that you just brought to my attention. That page m- might be hurt bad. Um, I I pray that that's not the case. Um, after after the two years that sh- that girl's gone through, uh, yeah. She fucking doesn't need that you know um yeah. her family don't need that um her family have gone through a lot actually too um y- you know more than than a family should go through so yeah. um i'm I'm gonna be speaking to um speaking to Sweet and uh <laughs> and Ricky Knight next week and hopefully hopefully they'll have good news on that uh on that front. But yeah. you know, it's just sometimes sometimes someone gets a raw deal. And I, I, I do I do say this again to all the little keyboard warriors out there that are commenting on um on these videos that you may have seen from Paige and whatnot. It's someone's daughter. Always remember that. Yeah. Just always remember that. Because one day you're gonna grow up and have a daughter as well. And uh you won't like it if somebody says something about her. So, please, just always have respect. Um, to anybody that listens to my show that has no respect, I'm just going to say fuck you right now. And if that means I lose a listener or two, I'm happy with that, you know? Because I don't want people listening to my show that, that have that kind of mentality, that need to go out and, and, and make... Um, you know, make i'll do this in two ways i'll put it this way to you dave um Mm -hmm. you're a man who goes to see wrestling shows all the time okay Mm -hmm. you don't want to hear get your tits out for the lads to females exactly um neither do anyone else so any of these and it's the same kind of people you know that it's the same kind of people that yeah, are the and ones, those people,
1: and, and, and those people aren't, aren't allowed in those shows anymore now. So yeah, like it's, it's so it's so, so it's a work in progress.
0: It, yeah, yeah, and that is awesome, and that is that that is great work actually. Boy, everybody, it's it's a great administration kind of thing that's been done that those people aren't allowed. And no, because
1: in, in the end of the day, more than anything, like you know, like we're a community, like not not, not just to be the wrestlers or the promoters, but the fans as well. Because yeah. we don't want to see any of that, we don't want No, want any. No bullshit that goes in between no. all that. Like, so because I've, I've
0: be seen better. that like, I've seen really
1: in
0: between. Uh, no sorry because I have seen like even on the Irish wrestling community um, people making funny jokes about Paige and all that you know and it's like it's not on it's really not on mm. it, it, it was a mistake from a young girl mm. very you know a, a mistake we all do it um, the girl knows that she's made mistakes you know She's uh-huh. gotten rid of one of the biggest mistakes in her life, I think in Alberto uh-huh. um and the girl's just trying to get back to doing what she loves doing uh-huh. and I think she should be left alone to do that
1: uh-huh.
0: and now that like she could be seriously seriously hurt, I think people need to fucking realize that you know the girl wasn't given a break. There's too many keyboard warriors, just just for my liking, that's all I'm saying. I'm not, I'm not telling people what to do, I'm just saying, give people a break. When you hear Ricky Knight next week with Sweet Soraya, you will hear the passion within the two of those people, I promise you, and I guarantee you, um, about how they love this wrestling business. And, man, people need to kind of realise that, you know, that's their daughter. You know, mm. and just whatever has happened has happened. It's gone. Just, just, just enjoy what it is. I'm hoping it's all a work anyway. I'm hoping we see Paige at the at the Rumble. Yeah,
1: like you know, like especially like the, if that's the thing is like the, the, all this news coming now. It couldn't come at the worst time. Yeah, I know. I know.
0: I that's know. That's why, why I'm, I'm gonna. I know. I'm sounding very somber at the moment. In fairness, Dave, you no, don't you blame understand. Me, don't blame me. Yeah, you understand why I'm saying it because like Ricky's been actually a really, really nice guy to me. Um he's helped actually get Dynamos dozen off the ground. Mm. Um you know, he's done a lot for me uh, in terms of even even helping me with guests that I haven't had on the show yet. Mm. Don't forget some of the reasons that you see the likes of Kevin Ash and people like that over here is because of Ricky Knight. Mm. And um yeah, it was just it was just a little bit of a bit of a good good shot to me there, you know. But um, hopefully, so hopefully.
1: I, I apologize for the first time.
0: No, no, no. It's not to me because I mean it's not my. It, it's just more. I'm thinking of my my friends. That's all. Oh okay. I'm just thinking of my friends. That's their okay. daughter. That's their daughter. Yeah, I get it. You know, so again, I'm just saying. Like I had Katie, uh, Katie Harvey, one of the you know, like I said, in my opinion, the best wrestler. Um, in Europe, one of the best on the planet, um, and she said as well, like the there, there shouldn't, you know, the women's wrestling thing for me is something that I really kind of took on about a year ago, and I kind of went, yeah, I'm with this actually, you know, so anyway, let's uh, let's let's keep it professional and let's uh, let's just end the conversation on a good note. Because we have had some really good, you know, chats about that, and I'm going to see Shawn Michaels next week. You're, uh, we're going to have the Royal Rumble in two weeks as well. Indeed. We've had our we've had our predictions, Indeed. and uh, and, least, and
1: at least early predictions. If you like, imagine we'll be more in depth. Um, or at least we, could, we, we imagine if well, do you think do, we, do you actually think that realistically uh, gone into a battle we'll, we'll, like when we reviewed that snow um after the Rumble.
0: That it'll be Balor versus Sager. No. No. But I'll tell you what. If I'm wrong, I'll call you live. Okay. Okay. I'll call you live drunk and say, sorry, I fucked up. I told (laughs) you so. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, I'll tell you what, Dave. Listen, thank you so much for coming on. And uh, we will do this again. As I said, we'll do it after the Rumble. Um. And we'll try and even get Al Foreign involved as well. So, oh, okay. Yeah, we we'll, we we'll, we will definitely do that. All right.
1: Okay, sounds
0: good. Take care, my friend. Thank you. It's been awesome to talk to you. Thank you so much Likewise. again for taking your time Likewise. to uh, to talk to us, and we'll uh, we'll have a chat soon, brother.
1: Awesome. Thank you so much for having me on again. Awesome time as always. It didn't even it, it, like it's. It's so natural
0: talking to you about all this. So absolutely, yeah, it's been there. a pleasure. So thank you. Thank you, and don't forget to check out the kickout. Dave Cullen, he puts it up every single week. It's gonna be on iTunes. It's gonna be on Podbean. It's gonna be on all good Android devices, and uh, it, it's an awesome show. You're always gonna get the best of uh, wrestling news, knowledge, and uh, reviews on that show. So always check it out.
1: Awesome. If I just plug it very quickly, like uh, we're on facebook.com dot forward slash The Wrestling and yep. on Twitter at The out
0: Life. Absolutely, bro. And uh, yeah, keep following it, guys. All right. Cool. Take care, Dave.
1: Awesome stuff. Thank love
0: you. Love you, bro. Talk to you soon. Love, love.